right. Shit. How y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of the Silence by Secrecy podcast. Your host, Silence. Let my co-hosts introduce themselves. What's up, everybody? Secrecy. Jay Bellington in the flesh. My bad. My bad. How y'all doing? Ring, 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 ring. Yeah. Uh... This is more crispy chicken, fried as ever. Sir, you know how you do it. Been a little bit, a little over a month since last time we got together, and it's going to be a good show, because a lot has happened. A lot of reveals uh, yesterday, not yesterday, but uh, it is uh, September 6th, as of us recording this. So um, September 4th, you know, decent little day in terms of releases, but we'll get to that uh opening statements uh something that i talked about on the uh, uh shameless plug for the silence is heard podcast that i do uh over on anchor as well and uh jay bellington and I, we were talking about dlc and kind of how it's evolved over the years so i kind of wanted to bring the topic here just a quick little discussion at the top of the show just wanted to get y'all thoughts on dlc how y'all think it's necessary and what makes a, a good dlc to you you know so Whoever wants to to pick it up, you know, and go ahead. What y'all think? Oh man. Well, uh, for me personally, uh, my first encounter with DLC was when I got an Xbox 360 and I got Fable 2, mm-hmm. and my dog died. Uh, spoilers. Um, and I was like, damn, I really can't get my dog back. But then I found out that there was a DLC where you could. <laughs> and it was $5. <laughs> and I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to just drop a little $5, get my dog back, and I'm cool. Because before that, uh, I ain't really, I ain't really want to, you know, spend more money on games after I got it. That just wasn't something I thought about, really. Um, but after I got my dog back, I was like, oh, I got $10 left on this card. What am I going to do with it? Oh, you mean they got Halo guns too on Fable? Let me get that DLC. And you can get a giant potion? Let me get that DLC. I want to be tall. Suddenly, that's how they get you. So ever since then, you know, it was okay DLC. It extended the life, but that's the kind of stuff I was willing to pay for. On the other hand, when I first got Call of Duty and um, I wanted to play the new Zombies maps, and I found out that to get the Black Ops 2 specifically, uh, and I had to get uh, Mob of the Dead because I had so much fun playing it, but I found out I had to buy it separately. And I was like, fuck it, I'll just get all the Zombies maps then instead of the season passes. And that's when I was kind of like, mm, maybe maybe I shouldn't have to really pay for everything I want to do, but at least it's separate. Yeah. But nowadays they usually package all the DLC in a big bundle so you have to get some shit you don't want to get some stuff you do want and like I've noticed personally to me I've noticed that over time it's been really hard to just get whatever downloadable content that you want that's paid for um if it's free you know they usually just give this shit to you like um the Ghost of Tsushima that's some great free DLC but like um like anthem it doesn't even have really dlc but you could pay all types of different monies for different versions of the base game for that and i just i just don't understand but 
I personally think that good DLC gives you something that you that'll make you want to come back and re-experience the game at least a little bit. Even Sonic Adventure 2 is considered DLC. Uh, the battle portion is considered a DLC yeah. as opposed to the original game. So if it makes you keep coming back, that's good. But if it's just some shit to pay for that probably should be earned or, you know, just given to you later if it's not ready, then that doesn't really... It's not a good one to me, but that's the chunk of it. Yeah. Um, for me, like, DLC has to be good enough. Or, like, for it to be a good DLC for me, it has to be an extension of something that you already loved in a game, you know? Or, like, uh, you know, something that'll add more value to the original experience. Kind of like, kind of like how. Uh, Chris was saying, but uh, I think that like one of the DLC experiences that I had that was like truly awesome was uh, back in 2007, uh, Halo 3, when they dropped uh, their cold storage map pack, and then they dropped four more or five more DLC packs after that. They dropped the heroic, legendary, and two mythic map packs, and if you got um, the Halo 3, I think it was the Legendary Edition, you got all of them included at no, at like uh. just like 10 extra dollars. <laughs> so it was like, you know, you get all that shit plus the base game. Uh, and not to mention the game itself was an amazing experience. So just adding extra like even just like just that just that kind of dlc which just extra maps and extra like armor pieces and stuff for customization is like you know it's enough to pull people back in and get people interested in like the pvp aspect of of halo and all that stuff because it didn't change the story or anything didn't add to the story but it added to a certain aspect of the game that majority of halo players loved because after the story being that great you know they wanted to go play pvp so that's what everybody did like and that was i, I feel like that's a good a good indicator good dlc too it, it it pertains to a specific portion or specific portions of the game that majority of the fans of that game love and i'm sure that they do like statistics and polls and you know research on you know what aspects of their games that they decide to make dlc on and stuff like that if it's that type of game where they can make different you know dlc variants and stuff but but yeah as long as i feel like as long as the dlc is just a continuation of the parts that you love in a game as long as it's right. worth it you know especially worth the time then i feel like that's what I makes a good dlc too uh i remember that specifically on halo 3 because i remember at one point everybody was on mm -hmm. pvp when that legendary edition came out everybody was playing football yeah. and tag and they had those uh puzzle maps where you had to try to figure out play with the game physics to, bro that mm -hmm. shit was crazy yeah they definitely that's a great example they, everybody was on pvp the last like three years of the game's life <laughs> hell yeah jake Ellington, you wanna you wanna insert Oh, you can go ahead. Oh, it's my turn. My fault. Okay. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Well, only DLC stuff I would add 
I mean, I pretty much I like what Chris the chicken. What I like what both of y'all were saying, but I'm kind of like Chris. Uh, well, my one of my first uh, DLCs to come to that I personally like was the. I don't know if my first DLC was Black Ops One or Black Ops Two, but it might have been the first one because I think with the DLC they gave you like five and they gave you like Dead Ops Arcade or that might have came with it. But yeah, that's one. That was one. Well, that's the first stuff mm-hmm. I kind of messed with. I started playing with five on the prisoner level and stuff like that. And I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I don't remember actually. I don't remember exactly how much it was, but I don't know. I don't really. I feel like DLC for me, man. If I'm gonna pay some money for it, they, I'm selfish. They got to give me everything. Like I hate to pay sixty dollars for a game and spend forty more dollars on a, another portion of the game and put a hundred dollars on that. They, they be taxing sometimes for me, but I mean, I definitely feel like it's worth it for the most part, depending on what games you got, and I guess what games you're looking for. Me in particular, I don't mess with DLC too much. I'm just like, I don't know. Once I start buying shit, five five dollars here, five dollars there, the thing, you know, I'm like, twenty dollars <laughs> in a, a game, and I'm just like, same. That shit crazy, especially with like uh, Dragon Ball Fighters with me and uh, Silence play all oh. time. Like you get, yeah, like literally, there's like eight downloadable cool. characters, I believe, and they're like. Literally five dollars a piece. And y'all do the math. Like that shit's expensive. And then sometimes they have like a, which I kept missing, like a deal where they would like, oh, you can have all these people for twelve bucks. I'm like, see what? Like y'all can give these people, yeah, y'all can give everybody these little people all the eight people for twelve bucks. But then man, five dollars for on that. They be taxing for me like games like on off there, huh? Yeah, like games like that. I said they. I'm like. Games like that, I'm like, y'all not getting my money. I'm like, y'all, only time I'll buy another character, because I got every character except for like five. It's like it's silver. Oh no, it's just some games I feel like they get it, and then some games they don't. They just gotta get on the same page with the deal- downloadable contents of every game, maybe, because it just seems like it's too fucking different and expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm throw this in there real quick, too. I was watching a video and I heard that The Sims 4, I think. Like, if you were to get all the expansion packs and shit, just to make it feel like the full game, it's like $710 total. Oh, my God, dude. That's a lot. After buying, because the game is 60, every expansion that's huge is 40. They got $20 expansions, and then they got $10 expansions. And you know the worst part about that that I heard is a bunch of the shit that they ripping out and reselling was in Sims 3. Yeah, that was in there from the... <laughs> yep. That's uh, another one, which is random. It's not random, I guess, but another one how I feel about. It. I don't know if y'all fuck with which I haven't in a long time. The Fortnite games, I haven't oh, played Fortnite in Battle Royale. Yeah, I haven't played yeah, the Battle Royale. I haven't played Fortnite man in probably like a year, but like a month ago, maybe not even that long. They dropped another uh, season pass to where you can play as all the Avengers, like even Wolverine, uh, like Iron Man, Thor, and shit. But the thing with that is when you get it like for example if i was to play mine right now and updated the only person you get is store and then if you want to play with the other people you got to buy the whole entire battle pass you can't just buy iron man i don't think or buy like it oh wow. yeah that's that's what i've been told personally i'm like yeah because i was thinking about planning to get myself until i asked somebody about it yeah you only get thor you got to get the battle pass to get everybody else i'm like oh fuck that game i'm not playing it again i'm like oh oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's re- i do like the I do like that they that they gave a statue to to Chadwick Boseman apparently, or like to Black apparently Panther. They were already gonna release it, but they changed it to be in memory to him, which is still cool. But right, yeah, quick interjection, yeah, rest in peace to Chadwick yeah. Boseman. That was that like, thing was hard hitting yeah. when not seeing that. He is yeah, 
It's, it's, I can't believe you didn't crazy. tell nobody. That's like, crazy. I don't know if y'all watch all his movies. Like, if you really pay attention to the movies, you can really tell. Like, after Black Panther, uh-huh. he was cool. But, like, I don't know if y'all seen the movie 21 Bridges. He came out with a movie. Yeah, that movie's good. He came out with a movie later called 21 Bridges. Oh, yeah. I was even watching it with my girlfriend. And we were, I'm like, look at this. I'm like, look how skinny he looked. Yeah, that nigga neck. Yeah. Incredible. And the only reason I could really tell because he was wearing, like, a big-ass baggy, like, suit like a legit detective suit i'm like bro he cannot fit that suit like and then this happened i'm like wow like it's crazy uh, yeah, i mean yeah it is sad but uh, i can i definitely feel him on the you know keeping it on the prod on the hush because you know i saw that he was diagnosed in 2016 so i'm like can you yeah. imagine like all the stuff that he's been in they would have been making it about that you know what i'm saying it wouldn't have just been us appreciating his performance and stuff like that they would have tried to stifle his ass yeah and i'm talking that on top of it, it was, no, you can't do that. It was sad. And I feel like it's yeah. hard to hide that as a celebrity. Like, how do you, how do you hide something like that? Like, you know, people go to the bathroom. You, you can't even take a piss half the time without somebody seeing you. This man held up, uh, hit a whole entire disease from people. Like, what? Hey, that's how you know people mess with you. That's you know he had some real friends that wasn't, you know, what I'm saying, hey, I got a story for you and stuff like that. Like, he, he only told the people that you know what I'm saying would know him. But you know, of course, you got the tabloids and stuff that be taking pictures and stuff like that and when he was on the instagram live a few months back and stuff like that and you just saw all the people like because that's all thing people always think that they're like being the hero or the good guy like oh no i mean like oh you you look you don't look well and it's just like i mean mm, you don't I know. you never know what people is going through so it's like you think that this man is not feeling well like if he is sick like he probably know it he don't need a bunch of random strangers saying dang bro you look sick bro dang you look sick, go to the doc sick. go to the doc go to the doc you know what i'm saying he's just trying to spread some words of encouragement he's like yeah i'm gonna go ahead and hop off here and i'm just like yeah you know what i'm saying like when i saw it it was just like i was the first thing i thought of was seeing that video a while back and like Wow, buddy, really was sick, and there was a mixture of people. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, like, oh, you, you, don't, you don't look well and stuff. But I don't know. Like, my thing is, I just thought about it. Like, oh yeah, you know, hope he, hope he's doing all right. And turns out he wasn't. But you know, that's that's his business. Ain't nobody business but his and his family. So salute to a great. And he lived the and he lived the full life. So. Yeah, he got to play a bunch of legends on the screen. So and he get to have a. He didn't get to have a whole thing, but he had a full motherfucking life. Yeah. You know, I mean, he definitely inspired me. He's like, whenever little thoughts I've had with like acting and stuff like that, I think about the the Get On Up movie and uh, Forty Fourth and, and Black Every Panther. little black kid. And, and, yeah, bro. Every time I try to do an accent, you know what I'm saying? I try to do the Chadwick Boseman, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so uh-huh. the Wakanda accent, you know? Everybody was on that shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's just, you know, rest in peace. He will. And he was dark brown. <laughs> Not to mention, they had a whole black class, black cast in Black Panther, except for literally what four white people. If that, something like that, yeah, exactly. If that, yeah, but yeah, that was a quick little, uh, quick little tangent. Rest in peace, Chad Bozeman. Uh, yeah, when it comes to DLC, my thought, uh, the dollar to content ratio is so subjective, you know. I feel like it has its place uh, in the industry. Uh, and it's hard because not being a developer, I don't know how much of DLC they need to sell to recoup the cost of it, you know. But I feel like something that we've got right. to dispel is the idea that these overpriced DLCs are necessary for games to survive. Like, 
you know, yeah, I feel like they're down. See, like, you know, Avengers, because I, I watched a video from some dude named like Ripper or something like that. And he was when the I had just so happened to pop into the stream as he was like finishing the game and the credits were starting to roll. And he just immediately was, see, they got to pay all the all you people saying that they shouldn't do DLC. They got to pay all these people. Y'all think the $60 game is going to, you know, or to pay all these people's salaries. And I'm like, if it's implemented correctly, like I'm referring mainly to like these mobile tactics, you know, what I'm saying $60 releases and they come up with $40, $50 passes when they're worth more like 15, 25, you know? Mm. So, so yeah, I think that, you know, it's definitely necessary. You know, there are indie dev studios that got to, they release a game and then releasing that, you know what I'm saying, an expansion pack, like what, maybe a Shovel Knight's a good example, you know what I'm saying? How many expansion uh -huh. packs they came out with after the base game and um, how, like uh, Secrecy was saying, and the use what, Crispy Chicken, it's an extension of what people loved at the main game, you know, so people kept on buying it, people kept supporting it. Uh, Doom, Eternal, they got their uh, first exp DLC expansion must have come out and they learned from the first, uh -huh. they learned from Doom 2016 because they were like, Doom 2016, they had no single player uh, DLC planned, I don't think. But then they, once they saw how much people loved the story mode, they're like, oh, okay, for the sequel, we need to invest in single player DLC because that's what the players want. And then, you know, hopefully when it comes out, the people that um, feeding for some more of that Doom, hopefully they feel like it's a good product. But yeah, it's just all about how you do hey. it. You can't. And I thought this in here on the Doom one. Um, another reason they did that is because you remember Doom, one of the biggest reasons. I'm kind of cutting in the middle. So, uh, uh, is it better now? I don't know. Keep talking. Nah, la, 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 la. Ham sandwiches and bacon bits. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, when they come out with DLC, they need to play on the strings of what people, what people want and expand on it because that's how new games get made. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw that in real quick. When you mentioned Doom, I thought about it. So, yeah, hopefully that Doom uh, DLC, when it drops, is good. The fans uh, like it. And before it makes a good DLC, I just listed a couple bullet points. Um, it's not um, cut, sold, you know what I'm saying? Later, after the fact, not cut out of the game and sold to us later, you know? Not old features that have been ripped out and then added in later. Not old characters. Like, I'm sorry, Tekken, I love you, but not been a fucking pay to play as Craig Mardock and Armor King. Outside of your damn mind, you know what I'm saying? Like I just can't. Armor games? I can't. I can't. Like that'd be like that'd be if they put Harring as a DLC character. You know what I'm saying? Like I just couldn't. I'd be like, what? Harring was a DLC character on that game? No, he wasn't. I'm saying like, but could you imagine if he was though? Oh, I was about to say, boy. Well, that's yeah, that'd be funny. Hey, this, yeah. this whole podcast didn't turn up. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, all right. Like, Corey, who the fuck? Me personally, Marlock is my favorite guy. I like Marlock and Law. They're my two favorite people. So when I did play with you and saw that they have that, I was like, what in the shit's thing? <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I feel like a good DLC, unless the main game breathe, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like give people a chance to beat it, you know what I'm saying? In terms of if it's a, you know, single player expansion that's coming out, give people a chance to really, you know, appreciate the the base game that y'all built and stuff. Um, leave out the greed, make good shit, you know what I'm saying? Forty twenty idea for the you know content lacking games like, um, something I was thinking of was like if games are 
you know, $40, you know, rather than every game trying to come out be $60, you know what I'm saying? If a game just understands its value and comes out at $40, like if it releases some stuff after the fact that's like 20, then it's like, okay, yeah, like. Reasonable. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like just finding different strategies to get the most value out of the game while also building a, a good consumer base. Cause you know, I feel like consumers at the end of the day, it's just like, yeah, I understand the companies are here to make money, but at the end of the day, if the consumer, it's not what the consumer wants and they shouldn't buy it, but a lot of people just buy it cause they think they stuck with it, but oh well. <laughs> I throw, right, I throw in a, a couple of examples. Uh, have you heard of that Mortal Shell? Yeah, we're actually gonna get into that in a little bit, yeah. Yeah, that's. I think that bitch came out at like thirty dollars. Was it thirty? Uh, yeah, I think it's thirty. Yeah, thought, it's thirty or yeah, I was forty. Saying, yeah, 30 I know Revenant yeah. was forty. Um, and there was a third game. Uh, Tony Hawk, the new Tony Hawk Pro Skater remake. Mm-hmm. I think that bitch is like thirty or forty dollars too. Tony Hawk was the yeah. shit. Like. Yeah, it's this crazy stuff. Like it's possible, you know. They know the if it's a remake, I feel like it shouldn't come out at sixty unless it's really blowing the shit out the wall. Like God of War can come out as a sixty dollar remake because it's fucking Kratos. Like <laughs> he can do shit like that. But like if you, if you came out, and I hate to say it, it's gonna break my heart. But damn it, I'm gonna get my point across. If Sonic Adventure Two came out with a remake. I I say they have to come out at like either forty or thirty dollars, cause it's not unless they add a whole another section of the game, it's not, it's, it's not it's, you know you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, just, yeah unless they add a whole section. Have people pay for the same ex- entire experience? Like they should have you pay less for a better experience if you go the remake route. Cause you're trying to win the hearts back. Mm-hmm. So. Uh... Well, what do you guys want to get into next? Because we can get into what we're playing or we can get into the notable releases. Because, yeah, Crispy Chicken, I was actually going to bring up uh, Mortal Shell, Tony Hawk, and um, uh, games that are coming out like kind of at a more uh, affordable price, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Samurai Jack, that came out on the 21st, Mortal Shell on the 18th. And uh, they've all been pretty. And the Tony Hawk, that's a, the thing about it. All three of those games have been getting really good reviews, too. Yeah. Nuts reviews. Especially the Samurai Jack one surprised me because I was keeping an eye on it. But especially when I saw that Same. people were like, hey, yeah, I recommend that you, like, if you haven't seen the show on Forever Like Me, don't watch it. Play this game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then just like, see, how it, see how it stacks up to your memory. And then, like, but then after the fact, go back and watch it. So that's probably what I'm going to do. I definitely want to check it out. I knew it was going to be crazy when I saw there was like battle damage. Like, as yeah. he's fighting, uh, as his health bar is going down, his sleeves will come off and then his shirt will come off. Yeah, his hair will come down. That shit is cold. I love stuff like that in games. Uh, Secrecy, did you ever uh, check out that Mortal Shell? I did. I did. It's it's very uh, <laughs> Soulsborne like to me, but uh, that's cool because I love Dark Souls and <clears throat> and all that stuff. I mean, granted, I didn't um, do like a deep dive in it or anything like that, but like it it does very much resemble like that style of gameplay, which I mean that's what people are into. They're into that like hardcore 
type of like RPG where it's like Player. difficult, but it's like mm-hmm. very, very fantasy story driven. You know? yeah, but it looks really good, honestly. Me, uh, shoot you a text about it was I was watching a video. And in the video, they said that the devs were just like openly talking about how much they were like, yeah, you know, we love Dark Souls. So we tried to make our own version of Dark Souls, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. put our own little twist on it. That's right. Yeah. And you can, you can tell, and it definitely like, I think based on what I saw on the little bit of gameplay, gameplay trailer that I was watching, um, it seems like they're trying to take it into a more like innovative combat style as well. Like more you can do in a combat situation compared to like Dark Souls or Bloodborne. But uh, but yeah, other than that, you can tell like side by side reference. You probably wouldn't be if you've never played Dark Souls or or Bloodborne. If you put them side by side, they would look like the same game, <laughs> damn near. But uh, yeah. I guess that's not a bad thing since that's you know what they're going for. Achieving what you set out to. Yeah. It's um, it's it's probably the, to me, it's the best Souls like in terms of mimicking Dark Souls, mm-hmm. but it's the most different in terms mm-hmm. of like, it's it, it's it's trying it's actually trying to be Dark Souls like a lot of the Souls born like uh. King, uh, what's that? What's that fucking game? Some looking white dude on the front with tattoos all over his face. Uh, fallen, fallen lords or oh, something. Lords of the Lord, Fallen. Yeah. It, uh, lords of the Fallen. Uh, yeah. Uh, thir- uh, the Surge. You know, games like. Yeah, like games like that don't don't like want to be Dark Souls, but they are. But this game is like straight up, yeah, we trying to be like Dark Souls. We try to do this like 100%. And you can tell like it's all dirty, dusty. Niggas got ash and shit all over them. Like they, the aesthetic is what people like. And I think that's the, the Mortal Shell is good at representing that it's Dark Souls aesthetic, real dreary, like fight for your life in every situation. Like there's no other hope type shit. People just love being helpless and just coming out on top still. <laughs> so yeah, you. You got it on. Yeah, that's that's definitely part of the appeal, and like motor shells, like graphically looks pretty good too. Like it doesn't, it, I mean, it looks like you know Dark yeah. Souls three, but I feel like it's a little more refined with like some of their uh, like actual artwork, like within like character yes. design and things like that. It looks a little more refined instead of like, that kind of you know. Crazy water you know like but granted granted that art style is like perfect for that game like no doubt but i i think that mortal shell kind of took it in a little yeah, uh, in a slightly different direction it's not a spitting image yeah yeah i think it'll be I think it'll be different enough from dark souls but also so close to dark souls that uh-huh. people are like yeah i can see what they're trying to do here what y'all think of that uh uh, I've never played it, but the new Yakuza game, I think. I haven't gotten into the Yakuza. Yakuza. I got a couple yeah. downloaded, but I still haven't played one yet. I think they just released, I think, Kiwami 2 or something. Sound, that sounds I've never. I uh, that sounds right, but there are so freaking many that I couldn't be sure. Oh, uh, yeah. They, 
Just throwing it out there just for the game section. I, I always hear somebody talking about Yakuza. I never played it, but I'm going I'm to recommend it to whoever <laughs> needs it. <laughs> That's how I walk into the, uh, to the grocery store and just kick a bunch of shit off the shelves and leave. I was like, oh, this is shit, huh? He <laughs> said, do whatever you want, simulator. Man, <laughs> in Asia. <laughs> we talk about uh, September 4th. That was a decent little uh, variety of games coming out on the same day. We already talked about uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster coming out, but the uh, long-anticipated Avengers game finally <laughs> and NBA 2K21 dropped. So I'm like, we got a nice little variety of games right there. So, uh, so what y'all think about that? that release day those games and stuff like that there's things that you've heard about them or if you plan on getting any of them anytime soon um quick question is nba 2k21 is that the nigga with the eyebrows on the front or is that 2k20 20. oh okay first of all don't you ever ever <laughs> ever disrespect anthony davis again in your life that man's name is anthony davis he was drafted number one overall he went to uk he is coach Stop it. Yeah, I heard. I seen that nigga eyebrow before I recognized man. him. I was like, I know that. Oh, Zion, Zion Williamson is on the cover of uh, 2021. And if you get the legendary copy, uh, Kobe Bryant is. Yeah, Kobe. They should have put it on the regular. I but, agree um, with that. But they knew they would get some money if they put it on the legendary copy. Yeah. Already, you know. Yeah. All about the um, dollar. <laughs> I say that. Um, that Avengers look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, damn, because I, I know one of them was on sale, but I was like, they better not put the new one. But um, basically, that Avengers, yeah, I I know what to expect of games like that, but I feel like they they just need to release a couple patches or a couple new things before I buy it. I don't think anybody should buy it right now for $50. It's just me though. The Avengers specifically. Outside of that, nigga, that, that thing is great to me. <laughs> you cut out a little bit. You said you don't think you should buy for sixty. <laughs> nah, yeah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Do not. I look you feel the same way. I've been debating myself. They got like they got like five characters. <laughs> Cause I don't they have, didn't they say they were gonna release like twelve more or something like that, or more than that? Man. Even if they do, man, what are they gonna do with them? <laughs> you run through the same story. <laughs> they gonna release the DLC packs of four new characters a piece of two stories each. Like yeah, run through the same story with fucking vision. <laughs> yeah. I saw there's no visual loot. Like if you put some shit on that you grind it for, it doesn't change how you look. Which that was the main thing in the trailer. Uh, what's it called? It's just stuff that was promised. It's, it's a beat em up. There's not really a lot of uh, co op. You can only do, I think, the equivalent of Destiny Patrol's co op. You can't do any strikes or shit. That's all one player. Uh, like, it's just a lot of shit that's not, that's not supposed to be there. They got niggas that don't, aren't loading in. Somebody's playing the level and the rain stopped halfway through the level. Like, just, just rain floating around in the air. Just little shit, like, it's, it's way too buggy to be a $60 release for the Marvel's Avengers. Uh, like Ultimate Alliance would have had a better better chance at that, but 
that's what I've been seeing. I'm just talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking shit because it, it deserves it, man. I can't do that to people. <laughs> yeah, that's my. Opinion. It was promising, though. That's all I It was promising as fuck, but you got to wait a little bit longer if you want what they advertise. A lot of what I've been seeing is, yo, if you got a Switch, get, get that Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh-huh. <laughs> Black, whatever it's called, Black Alliance or Black Order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my thing is that, you know, I love Avengers, my comic book. I haven't read a bunch of comic books, but I've been into comic book characters, you know what I'm saying, my whole life. And yeah. when you think about where uh, superhero games seem to have been going with the Batman Arkham series and uh, that's PS4 was cold. What's up? No, go ahead. I just, right, that, right, that, right. That, that so, so I was saying, you know, so seeing where superhero games were going to hear that they were going to have an Avengers game, I'm like sitting there like, oh, okay, like thinking about the potential, but it did seem like they just kind of created a vehicle where they were like, you know, let's put an IP on this game that's going to get it to sell a bunch, something that we can monetize, we care about these heroes, and um, and yeah, it just seems like one of those games that I would definitely rent to see if I if I mess with the combat and stuff like that, because I've heard the story is really good on it. I've heard it's not good. Yeah, that's what I heard. I'm like, it's hey, great that's Marvel the, stuff. That's one of the main things that I was saying, like, Lee Mitchell's like, man, it's got to at least have a story. It can't have no non-existent story, you know what I'm saying? Like, first time I played through Destiny yeah. 1, bro, I was heartbroken. I was like, is that it? What the fuck? What was I do? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I played through, <laughs> through an Avengers game and it feels like that, I'd have been heated. But hearing that the story is good, I feel like it's going to be worth a rent, you know what I'm saying? See how the combat is. And I might cop it when it's on sale. Uh, you know, if we put my plan together, you said what? Yeah, I said Black it Panther be standalone DLC. <laughs> All right, cop what's on sale and then maybe get, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Just just knowing like what I, or not knowing, I don't want to say knowing, but what I feel in my gut is going on with the, you know what I'm saying, the way it's being monetized and stuff like that. I'm just like, yeah, I don't really, I don't feel it. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel it in my bones. So I'm like, I probably might rent it, might cop it on sale, but to be honest, I probably, I can't spend too much. I can't spend 60. I can't spend 40 on it. You know what I'm saying? I think they probably won't spend 30 on it just because I know that all I'm going to be getting is those five that come with the game because I'm not going to buy nobody else. Like, yeah, I might, right. I might throw some dollars, you know, to my nigga Chadwick, but goddamn, I'm not like, I'm not going to be out here copying Doctor Strange and all these people because I'm just going to sit there. It's like, what I mentioned on the podcast, you know what I'm saying, the other day, it's about the base game. You know what I'm saying? If you have these characters unlockable to entice me to keep playing the game, you know what I'm saying? Instead of yeah. playing the game, beating this nine-hour story, and then, all right, uh, there is still evil afoot. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like you said, Chris, you have more challenges waiting for you in the future. Yeah, you're, you're not grinding for loot. You're grinding for stats. I'm like, what the hell? Like, that... Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know about paying 60 bucks for it, but definitely want to try it out, though, because I want to see what kind of story they got going on. Yeah. They need to, what they need to do with superhero games, especially ones like with, you know, characters by themselves, like Spider-Man and things like that, they need to start doing um, uh, halfway, halfway-based origin story games. Yeah, so like like you don't like you you're playing as like that hero and sure you have your powers already but you haven't like done anything uh, yeah. amazing yet like you haven't done any like crazy feats or anything. Like I was thinking of like Thor for example. Like I mean Thor's been a god his whole life but like 
maybe you don't start out as an Avenger when you play as Thor, like in your in your standalone Thor game, if you were to make a, you know, something that good. But like, you would it, it kind of make it like a the same type of leveling system towards like, you know, a skill tree, but you're choosing skills that he already has, but you can like, you know, you, you unlock them as you go and you become a better hero as you go and you start doing bigger and bigger things as you go. And then at the end of the game, you come to like, you know, the apex of your abilities and all that kind of thing. And it turns out to be like, not just a good origin story, but also like setting up for, you know, something in the future that you can build upon, like with whether that be DLC or a second game or something like that, but something that doesn't break like continuity, you know? Like, that's what I think should happen, at least, at least for, you know, characters that have decent origin stories, like Dr. Fate, like his origin story would be amazing. Uh, and then like, I don't know, maybe Black Adam or something like that. Because a lot of their origin stories Fate, are pretty good, because, actually. Uh, he's been, I was thinking about him the other day when I was playing Injustice 2, and I was like, man, like, I'm pretty sure he's only in here because he was like, he made a, an appearance on one of the DC shows, you know what I'm saying? I think that's the only reason why he was in the game, but I'm like, shoot, mm -hmm. I don't really, this dude is definitely not a mainstream DC dude, but when I watched that death battle where he was a part of it, I was like, this dude is tight as hell. Yeah, like he, he's, he's in the comics, he's actually like a big player. He's like probably the strongest when magic user in DC. I saw that shit, I was like, this like, thing he's, is crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's comparable, if not stronger than yeah, Doctor yes, Strange. Yes, yeah, he's cool. I was going to say, um, the, but piggybacking off of what Secrecy said, uh, it'd be crazy and something I wasn't been wanting to see more of at all is the bad guys part of the story in the game, where you play as the villain doing crazy shit, Yo, I was... and you set it up, and then as the hero, maybe you know what you set up, but the hero doesn't or something. At least one interaction where like it's a good chunk or a few chapters or back and forth where you play as the villain, because like playing as Abomination in a Hulk game like changes you. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you can be like, even though it's just a skin, when you can have abomination and your range is increased so that the hitboxes are fit, but like, it, 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 it's crazy. Or Spider-Man, uh, I think the Amazing Spider-Man, where you can play as Venom and like eat people. Oh, Ultimate Spider-Man. And like, yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man. Like, what like of course i would love to do that or play as dr octopus in a spider-man game or something you know just slight gameplay tweaks that they could do um playing as, you know just stuff like that like they could um do more of that and we you know people would just know more villains like in in video games specifically though because you know movies have their own way of doing things but games can tell a different story they don't have to they always try to tell the movie story instead of their own story. They used to try to tell their own story, but now it seems every superhero movie or superhero game that comes out is based off a movie or an extension of the movie. Yeah, so in terms it. of uh, the player experience, I do feel that crispy chicken. I think a lot of uh, they get stuck on making sure like 
the perspectives that they give the the player, like being from a good guy's perspective, I'm like, that's why I was messing with Far Cry Six in the trailer. You know, you could have played the bad guy stun or something like that, or like I definitely want to see in the other side uh, of the interactions, you know. Right. Just simple stuff, you know. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't, you know. Like I said, it doesn't have to be game changing. But... Yeah, it doesn't have to be like a fifty-fifty like gameplay experience yeah. where I have a set yeah. of controls and stuff like that. It'd be cool if I could unlock it, like, you know, after I beat the game to see what they were up to. Just something to give me a perspective, because the villains go too quick in these games, man. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they just beat their afterthoughts, you know what I'm saying? A lot of them, like, like the whole concept of, I think, the final boss, like, I feel like oh, there was, there was just a point God. where it was just, man, they just slapped some some dude at the end of the game. I'm like, no, nah, I feel like... The final boss made a quick time event. Yeah, yeah, quick time event and shit. It's like, nah, I should be like, hey, you will. On that note, uh, if y'all, unless y'all have anything else to say on the superhero front and uh, regarding Avengers and stuff, you got any thoughts about 2K21, Jay Bellington? I personally have not copied yet. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews myself about, I'm gonna get it just because it's fucking 2K. I need to have the newest one, but it's just like I'm getting sick of buying the same game over again. I heard that the, I heard that the, uh, the fucking, which one? My player. I heard that the my player. I've, a lot of people that have the game said that the gameplay's been ass water. So I'm like, I don't really personally understand how you can make gameplay of 2K ass water. So I'm like, I haven't, I have to play it myself, but I ain't comfortable buying it yet. Like I, I was definitely gonna get it just because, like I said, it's fucking 2K. You gotta have the newest 2K, but. I ain't trying to get it if ain't nothing changed about no damn gameplay, like, except the roster, like, they they, they, they better have added some dope shit, like, some new little moves, some kind of dribble ability, some kind of, I don't know, like, we're gonna have to see, but I haven't heard a lot about it other than yeah, this, I recommend this going on Twitch. I recommend going on Twitch, then I'll link you some people that I think you will like, that I know have been playing, because I've been watching some people play it and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, it's just like I, what I've been getting from people saying is like not like a whole bunch of in depth, but that you probably uh, uh, they, like they 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 frustrated with the shooting mechanics, yeah. Yeah, it's just so much the shot meter and the, and the and the story mode. Like I don't know if the, my player my player the story mode is the same thing that you're referring to, but they're like talking about the actual things and stuff like that, like the Spike Lee joint. You know how like they had that before. They're like, yeah, the story mode in this game is is is. Boo-boo, so I don't know. It just depends on like your your taste and your interest and stuff. But that's what I'm saying. It, uh, I can link you a few different people so you can get some different opinions. But yeah, because I feel you. If you don't feel like you shoot, if you feel like you look at it and they ain't earned another sixty dollars or something like that, then hey, bro, you paid sixty dollars for the same two K. What the fuck? Like just a new, <laughs> just a new person on the cover. Like come on now. Like if this game is ass, I'm not gonna buy this. So I I would like, buy just like, one of the Kobe edition. But shit, I ain't finna get them hundred and twenty dollars or a hundred dollars for nothing. Like what? I just saw yesterday some dude was like sitting there talking about how he pre-ordered the PS5 edition of uh, uh the the PS5 edition of the Kobe edition, and mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like, nigga, we don't even know when the we don't even got a solid release date for when the next console <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, like people just they give their money away just like it's nothing sometimes. It's like here you go, money. Like that's all they care about. That's what they want. Uh, like, you, know, you heard about the? Are you seen the 
trailer comparison between the new Madden? No, I haven't. Bro, I haven't given Madden the time of day since Madden 16. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, you right. It shows the past five trailers, and they're all exactly the same, just with different camera angles, same set of animations with different graphics. What? That's how bad they cycling. Yeah, the Super Bowl celebrations they were showing, the graphics look good too. The screen and all that shit. Yeah, same player reactions and stuff like that. Same ref. They keep using these fluff, these fluff words, and dummies keep going out and just buying it every year. Yeah, it's just the roster. They just like, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, it's it's look at the the way look at the graphic, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, nah, I was like, bro, the, the potential the, the potential. Look what this shit could be. Y'all niggas are settling for oh, the same franchise updates which are non existent. Man. <laughs> man. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> we've been asking for bro and it's DLC but who cares we've been asking for that's fact though the helmets look shinier the uh, the graphics are better and the hits are a little harder <laughs> that's it <laughs> nope 2006 crispy chicken that's the answer to that question don't even ask me about the game man <laughs> see that's what I'm talking about nope I right, you know me I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm, a, I'm a fucking sports fanatic and I'm like no I'm not I used to love that like oh my god nope well, you know they they still have a monopoly on the football games. Like only they're legally allowed to make like franchise football games, so they're, they're like, oh, we do better. Through yeah, they have no competition. Like they can sue you if you try to make it. That's what happened in the NFL Street and all that shit. So you know, yeah, we gotta just for the people listening don't buy that shit <laughs> you don't have to not buy it because here's the thing you can cry and complain all you want but they don't care and the fact they don't care is because like i've been on they don't care but when you see i don't know if y'all seen it one of the developers or he's got something to do with madden he was coming out responding to a thing talking about how madden was like scored at a two out of ten or something like that uh, yeah. and he was like better than, better than one or something i was like bro uh, any developer, uh, any company that's playing on the game that has a mentality, bro, you're not going to get a better product. If you keep paying them for the shit, they they are going to keep giving it to you. So, like that's why I'm just like, if somebody's going to buy it, you know what I'm saying? Then I literally can't stop them because you can go ahead and protest and play the game and write up your chart, you know what I'm saying, your Excel sheet and send it to them. This is what y'all need to change in the game to make it better. Like, thank you for paying for it and letting us know. Hmm. And then they go. We, 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 we get right on that, boss. <laughs> uh-huh. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, some other notable releases that I pinned down here: uh, Mafia Remaster coming out towards the end of uh, September. I played Mafia Two, not the first one, so I might cop that. Oh, oh, I yeah, I played Mafia, Mafia Two. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm in the process of getting through Mafia Three. I'm about to start it up again. So. Mafia. You gonna buy it? Nah, Mafia. Uh, what's it what's it gonna be about? Mafia? Oh, um so the second game I know was about uh this dude damn I can't remember his name right now, I'm sorry. But uh That's okay. It's Italian nigga, right? Yeah, like Vito or something like that. Uh-huh. You start off, you know what I'm saying, in the war and shows him coming to New York or I think it's still called New York. Uh, and then yeah it just shows you at the bottom working your way up like 
you know, you go to jail, you come out, you rise up, do a little bit more. Somebody set your house on fire and shit. Like Mafia Two was a spoiler. Mafia Two was pretty tight. Um, and I thought it had a good uh, cliffhanger ending. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Mafia One, seen it remastered. I'm like, ooh, I think it takes place after Mafia Two. I forget how the timeline goes, but uh, I think Mafia Three is uh, even after that. Because Buddy Boy from Mafia Two is in Mafia Three, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, seeing that that's remastered, I kind of want to give that whole franchise a look again, a look see. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And if y'all don't care anything about us about Mafia uh, Crash Four, that's coming out new Crash game on October second. Hmm. Uh, Crash like. Like Bandicoot. Like Bandicoot, yeah. I thought that was interesting how we were talking about our favorite anthropomorphic characters, and then I don't even thought yeah. Crash 4. <laughs> yeah, I don't even like Crash, but I think it's crazy that they're coming out with a whole new game. All this time. Like, right after they came out with the remaster, or the trilogy, whatever, re- reignited. Yeah. Uh, the insane trilogy. The, the insane, yeah, insane. I'm sorry, I got spy. I'm a spiral nigga, so I have to reignite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Crash is like, I always respect him, you know, for, you know, his, his platforming contributions. Yeah. But like whole new game, like I don't. In my head, I'm sure it's out, but in my head, I can't imagine them targeting it at kids. Like, it definitely seems like it's for the people that grew up with it. It seems like it's definitely yeah, like it hours, hours. Yeah, I feel like it would be, and that's just wild to me because, like, they're straight up targeting adult kids. Yeah. Like, and that's wild. Like, so I just, you know, I'm excited for it, even though I'm not really a Crash fan, but it just gets me hyped. They're like, the new Ratchet and Clank coming out. Exactly. Like, I think it's in that same movie. might be coming out now that we got this reignited. Like, you know, it's just like, the, the DreamWorks era of like games to me is here. <laughs> That's the only way I can put it. Like these games are okay. and colorful as shit. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima could be a Pixar movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. But yeah, that crash is going. I'm, that's, that's a long way of saying it. Even though I'm not probably going to get it, I'm probably watch a lot of it. Play through on YouTube or something. My only experience with Crash back in the day was on the GameCube, so I don't, I'm not falling into the <laughs> category of the folks that are like, oh my god, Crash 1, 2, and 3 were amazing, and then we got all this bullshit after that. So, you know, those people yeah. are like, yes, we finally get Crash 4, and it's like, okay, like, I definitely want to try it out. I'll be, be sucking at platformers sometimes, like, as of late, but I think I just need to sit down and like spend more time with it, learn the mechanics, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of them have got their own in and out. So I just got to spend time with it. And I might it's spend time with Crash 4. Yeah, that's a, that's a promising looking one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I just wanted to throw this on there because it looks like it's not getting pushed back anymore. It seems that it's actually going to happen. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Nineteenth, oh, it's, like it's gonna happen. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so uh, that right there, that's probably the only game that I plan on getting 
at launch, you know what I'm saying, the rest of this year. Yo, that comes out the day before my yeah, birthday. I'm getting that shit <laughs> Y'all know what uh what street path I mean what life path I gonna take y'all first play through? I think I'm gonna take the uh yeah, what is it? Uh, the corporation. Bro, I thought one, you, I thought you real life just asked me that shit. I was like, damn, bro, I wasn't ready for that one. I know you can do all this. This sounds tight. Continue. <laughs> yeah, the, the life paths for, if you don't know, are they have Street Kid, Nomad, and Corpo. Yeah, nomad where you start off in the desert and stuff like that and work your way into the city. Street kid where you go, you know, a street kid in the city. No, I'm a street nigga where you working at. Yeah, I'm a street nigga. I'm gonna say I'm going with the street nigga out the gates. Street nigga out the gate. That's the little that's the little mind in me. Though. I swear, like I could relate to this nigga. Yeah, I love the way they were explaining it. Like, if you're a street kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, you might have it in good with the cops in some areas because they know who you are. But if you're a nomad coming into town, they're like, who is this nigga? Oh, yeah, that's ghetto. And then Corpo, if you, when you're doing some missions, you know, you'll know, oh, okay, you, you, you're a corporate lady. I know how to talk to you. I know how to get what I want. Shit, street kids who get, get in good with the cops my ass. <laughs> Genesis and a bustle don't say <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely. I plan on getting these games: Hitman, Mafia, Bioshock. Like I'm about to get all my shit and be playing these games because when Cyberpunk comes out, I'm not playing anything else for at least three weeks. Months. I want to sit down and. <laughs> no, I mean, play, I'm saying like I'm not gonna play anything shit. else for three weeks. Months. Like, not just playing. <laughs> I'm saying I'll probably, you know, what I'm saying I might invite older games back into the fold. You know what I'm saying? Just to take a break. Yeah, like my take a break games. I might, you know what I'm saying? Ah, let me see. Let me play some Titanfall. You know what I'm saying? But let me play some Injustice to break it up. But nah, when it comes out, three weeks, boy, that's going to be my baby. I already know. <laughs> uh, so enough with the few we're going to be playing in the future, I guess. What we've been playing uh, recently since we last got together. Gee. Castlevania Symphony Gee. of the Night. All right. Heard a lot of good things Fucking about great that. game. That's a good game. Dare I say perfect, huh? I was saying I've heard a lot of good things about that game. Man, I actually That shit sucked my damn off day away. <laughs> Man, yeah, like, I put one load of clothes in. That game is crazy. And I finally started playing that Metal Gear <laughs> Solid Five. Oh, okay. Fucking. Yeah, the. Phantom the. Both of them. Uh, I think it was like $5 for like all of it. A couple sales ago. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh my gosh. How do you like it? Bro, I was showing my friend, I was like, bro, watch this. And I hit new game because I didn't know it was coming. Because at first I was doing a, a little prologue chapter. And you're supposed to be breaking into a compound and you can like the controls are so easy like you can snatch a nigga's gun from pointing at him tell him to tell you where some ammo is or some shit will pop up on your map knock him out he'll be knocked out for like four minutes or something you can lay on the ground and like roll around like like army roll but like fast because <laughs> you're snake 
and you can just roll across the street and niggas don't see you like hop up steal somebody's shit break you gotta throw people over your shoulder and carry them to the exit but I started a new game nigga I was in like a nine year coma <laughs> All I could do is look around, like, oh, this is doctor that was talking to me, and, you know, like, he, I couldn't move. I'm just breaking it down for you real quick, but I couldn't move when I could just look around. And then one of the cutscenes came across, and this, the doctor's showing me, like, he has a mirror up to my face, and he's like, you know, do you recognize yourself? Just blink twice. Uh, yeah, this, like, this nigga comes up behind him in, like, a mask and, like, starts strangling the doctor. And like you, he's still holding the mirror up, and like you just see Snake looking at him, like you could tell he wants to, like he wants to help, but he's you know fucking comatose, he can't move his muscles type shit, and uh, like just the fear in his face, and then like the doctors fighting him off, and then just bro, it took me 50 minutes to beat the first mission just to get through that shit, and bro, I was a changed man, bro. They had me, they were they were it was a military force invading a hospital. They was gunning down patients. They had this. They had snake and this nigga laying down in the dead bodies, like as these dudes were walking over, shooting them. Like nigga hardly can't move anyway. Snake got this drug, so I'm staggering all over the place. Then this nemesis ass nigga comes in on fire, and like starts shooting energy blasts and shit. And then this chick comes out like Tatsumaki from uh One Punch Man, and like has. It starts throwing tanks around and shit. Like it's just so much that happens, and like, the whole team. I'm thinking the whole time. I'm thinking like they put this nigga in Smash Brothers. Like <laughs> hell no. But yeah, that game. I just started playing it. I'm not playing the second mission because they got me riding on horseback with a shotgun shooting at the fire niggas. I don't want to play no more. So no. But yeah, so that's what I'm getting. This this why I don't play that new. <laughs> he said that's what I'm playing that new <laughs> <laughs> that thing came a long way from hiding under a box I like it yeah Ooh, cool what else what else what y'all been playing uh me personally I've been playing uh I just recently <gasps> got back into Warframe again uh they released a new DLC Heart of the Amos a uh, new open world and it's yep, part of Demos. It's uh, a, a a moon that got infested by this like parasitic life form thing, and it like deformed the entire moon and shit. And it uh, it's actually pretty fucking epic. They they've got a new like raid type thing uh, called the Isolation Vaults. Been playing that a lot. It's very easy actually, especially with <laughs> my busted ass Warframes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been playing that a lot lately, and I actually, uh, just got World War Z. World War Z. Yeah, um, my brother bought it, actually, and he's game sharing with me, so I got it for free. And, uh, fucking, I've been playing it a lot. It's basically, yeah, it's basically Left 4 Dead, but third person, essentially. It's got the same type of zombies in it, like, like you were talking about before mm -hmm. I even got it, when me and you were talking about it, Silence. And, uh, I played, the, the only thing though is that there aren't a lot of people who play the story on like the multiplayer co-op, like when you're searching for a match online, it seems like not a lot of people play the story, like a lot more people play PvP 
it seems like to me. Yeah, because like even because I have crossplay enabled, and even with crossplay enabled, I get like one person maybe from P uh, from PC who wants to play the story, or like there was one time I got two people from Xbox, but I've never had a full party of online players playing the story. So I've been playing it. I've been playing it by myself. Uh, I'm trying to get. When you say crossplay, you're saying uh, so Xbox and PC. Did you already say that? Okay. Yeah, I remember yeah. wondering if we could do it, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if PlayStation and Xbox can do it, but I know that PC. Yeah, that makes Xbox sense. When I tried sure. to play, it was nope, nope, buddy. You're uh, you're playing PvP. They threw me the PvP. I was like, all right, well. Oh yeah. So yeah, uh, at some point, I think me, Dale, and uh. Jay Bellington will be hopping on it, but right, yeah, we should we should see if it'll cross between Xbox and PlayStation because I don't know. I guess I can look it up, <laughs> but but yeah, that game's been pretty fun so far. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is uh, I feel like there's too many options for like um, too many options weapon customization and stuff. Kind of okay. Sense. Yeah, it makes it kind of over overwhelming, like with all the, all the different weapons and things like that. And PvP, it's not that bad because they're like split up into classes and you can't change the weapon in the class unless you yeah. have like an upgraded version of a specific weapon. But you can't like put a shotgun on a different class, you know. But uh, that's and that's another thing. Like the PvP in that game when you're playing crossplay, <laughs> then those on PC are cheaters, like. They they cheat hella hard. Like I I've been going up against people who don't take any damage, who be teleporting across the damn maps, who fucking instant headshot every single kill. Yeah, nothing better to do but break games like, online and win. Games. That's crazy. <laughs> I know it's it's like every game that PC players play. There's always fucking cheaters and it's ridiculous. But I, I just recently switched my thing to where crossplay's turned off, so that way I don't have to deal with that shit. Or at least to a certain extent. There are still cheaters on Xbox, but not nearly as bad as PC. So yeah, those are the two main games I've been playing lately. I actually need to get back onto Destiny sometime before tomorrow, because I have to do trials this weekend. Got you. Yeah, I want to hop back on the Warframe. I hopped onto it. Really, I haven't played it for more than a couple of days since it launched, you know what I'm saying, back in the day. I know it's come such a long way that I want to hop back onto it, especially since I got some friends that play it, so. Well, if you want to get in the field, you know I'm here. <laughs> Always, yeah. I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you on there all the time. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Two games uh, that I've been playing, y'all already know. Ghost of Tsushima. I think I'm coming up on the last mission. Uh, it's called Fate of Tsushima, and it was hard because recruited some folks, and they were like, "All right, we're gonna go ride up here to your uncle whenever you're ready." And the message popped up that was like, "You're about to go on a long uh, tail. Are you sure you want to continue?" I was like, "Oh, hold up, I ain't ready yet." Then, <laughs> so uh-huh. we now did a couple more side missions, got a couple more pieces of armor, so. I'm just about to uh, upgrade my armor one more time, and then yeah, probably go through what's probably the last mission of this game, and then uh, I'll give my thoughts on it over on Silence is Heard, like through like a 
probably 15, 20 minute breakdown of it, you know, because uh, people have been asking if it's worth it. And I think it's definitely worth 60 bucks as we've already been over. And uh, last time, I know I couldn't really articulate oh, yeah. some of the things that I didn't like, but I mean, there's some things that are like hit and miss about it. Like sometimes the animations, like when you go to assassinate people, you're like completely miss, but you know, still kill them. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll stab, be stabbed in the air, but they'll die. There's like something mm-hmm. like that. There's no lock on system. It's the intensity. Yeah. <laughs> the fear you put into their hearts. Uh, and then one thing that I thought about last time I forgot to mention was that there's no lock on system. And that uh, it's only an issue when you're like, there are like a bunch of huts and stuff around you. So you're really fighting with the camera. But when you're more, when you have more space to work, it's a lot better because it's kind of coming from uh, me playing Batman a lot. I kind of feel like that. Like I'll just shift the camera around, you know what I'm saying? Have the camera facing towards who I'm trying to uh, And if I can't point the camera towards them, then I'll make sure I'm hitting the stick in that direction. And Ghost of Tsushima kind of works that way. But man, upgrading the armor, getting the armor by, like, I like this game more and more every time I play it. And, you know, the the little nitpicks that I have about it, you know, I really, those are really the only things that come to my head right now. Um, I had to switch it. I was listening to it in the, um, with the Japanese voices, but I switched it over to English. And I got to say the English voice acting is, it might not be as, you know, air quotes authentic or whatever, but hey, this man, the other day, I was riding around with a, you know, a secrecy that a Tomei mission. Yeah, so I was riding around with that dude. Yeah. We were still tracking her. And Jin was like, you know, if we find her, we're going to have to kill her. And he was like, I know. And then he's like, but will you be able to do it? And he's like, are you questioning I'm Samurai? I was like, oh, shit, I felt that. Oh, my God. Like, they had me shaking the controller. And then I was like, um, <laughs> He's like, okay, yeah. He's like, and then at the end of the thing, I was wondering if he's going to address it again. And then, sure enough, a couple sentences later, he said, Jin, you, you know what I'm saying? You're a good warrior. You might even be a good leader, but do not question my integrity again. I was like, never get up, Ishikawa. Boy, was... Yeah, the English voice actor is definitely hitting me, <laughs> so I'm probably going to keep it on that. Um, but yeah, other than that, game still beautiful, Damn, okay. still taking videos, still uh, screenshots for days. But uh, yeah, hoping that here by Wednesday, I'll have that completed. So right. if you would like to go ahead and uh, what you've been playing lately. Uh-huh. All right. I mean, I haven't been playing nothing new. I've been really just um, going back into the uh, last of the two, trying to finish that. Actually, I'm probably about halfway through it, maybe a little bit more than halfway through it. I I've actually been putting some man hours in that game, but I've been playing just bad. I play. I've been getting back into a little bit of Rocket League and some MK. I've actually been getting my ass busted in MK. It's not working out in my favor, but those are pretty much the only uh, new games I've been playing. So not new games, only latest games I've been playing so far. Trying to maybe find another game that I'll buy. Probably not 2K, <laughs> but something. <laughs> Looking forward to that Call of Duty eventually, though. That's coming out. I haven't been playing much Call of Duty lately. I've been getting bored of it. Okay, cool. I got you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, something that I thought that would be interesting. WB, Warner Brother Games, is no longer for sale. So, looks like they're going to be holding on to their properties and stuff like that. And they had the DC Fandom event last weekend, I believe it was, where they showed Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad. 
They got Gotham Knights coming out. Uh, I think next year, and then Suicide Squad coming out in 2022, I believe it is. So, oh, a movie? No, a uh, game. game. Oh shit! Yeah, next generation games. So if they make it dude, oh, that's gonna be hard. So and yeah, Gotham Knights. If they um, you know, I love me some that Arkham Combat. So if they just come, <laughs> if they can tweak it and you know, uh make it to where it's kind of i mean i don't even know what i really want out of the game like like if it's arkham if it's arkham but co-op you know good story of course the meaningful character progression like that's that's what i'm looking for and then with the suicide squad even though they only had that cinematic trailer i'm interested to see how these characters work together but i must say that they dropped the ball big time because here's one thing I don't want Suicide Squad to be like a bunch of DLC. Like, ex- I don't want it to be an Avengers type of thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't want them to have a bunch of bunch of members from the Suicide Squad. If they're going to have four people, they should focus on those four people. So, why do they have Deadshot in this game instead of Deathstroke? That's why I don't, I don't understand. I think that's a huge missed thing if they're not going to include him at any point. Because if y'all remember Arkham Origins, they had the whole thing where after you beat that. Deathstroke, 25% into the game, which that was stupid. He goes to prison, and then at the end of the game, he gets approached to join the Suicide Squad. So when I saw that they were going to do Suicide Squad, I was getting hyped to see my nigga, and he wasn't there. So I don't know why they went with Deadshot over him, probably just for recognition. It's the same same thing I said earlier. That movie brand recognition is fucking up the story. My thing is, I thought that Deathstroke was a, like, I thought that he had a prominent, you know what I'm saying, role. I don't watch the CW uh, DC shows, you know? But I thought Mm -hmm. that he had made appearances in there to where people, like, should know it. And plus, from Teen Titans, everybody know that. that I was floored when they, I saw a dead shot and I was like, where's Deathstroke? But other than that, interesting, very interested to see how they're going to have the Suicide Squad taking the Justice League with both of these games. I'm wondering how the co-op's going to play out and uh, I know Gotham Knights has it's two-player co-op where Suicide Squad looks like it'll be four, but um, but yeah, I'm interested to see. I just want co-op finishers whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, it looks like they got that in Gotham Knights, the co-op finishers, so I'm sure that uh-huh. tag team ones in both of them. I just don't want them, of course. They got to keep the monetization in check. Of course, they're going to implement it because it's WB. But I would hate to not want to support these games because they get to be in dickish with the, with the business practice. So, you know, watching the devs and the pubs. So, but I'm, I'm excited to see what's coming. They're definitely on the radar. What y'all think about it? I'm going to get one of them. If not both of them. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. That's hard. I personally didn't know anything about it until y'all just said it. I'm like, oh, that's what y'all talk about, WB and Suicide Squad. I'm like, oh, they're coming out with it. What you call it? I'm about to look it up and go ahead and look at it myself, but that sounds dope. I'm upset about the Deathstroke uh, thing as well, though, but I feel like, like y'all said, it's the movie recognition. They're like, oh, the Deadshot was in the movie, so we're going to keep from the game, blah, blah, blah. Nah, fuck that. Not nah, even Will Smith. Yeah, it's, it's not even Will Smith. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I'm like, now that's different. Like, man, so. Especially because this Suicide Squad is supposed to be in the Arkhamverse. Like, it's supposed to take place in the same universe as the other games. I'm like, and yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Deathstroke, he's got to be in the game at some point. He's got to be. Like, he, Deathstroke has got to die. I mean, Deadshot has to die at some point. Deathstroke's got to take over. I'm with it. I don't want the Black... It'd be crazy if he kept the same, like, specials. 
never want the brother to die. But if but if he got to get suicided so that way Deathstroke hop on. You didn't make a Deathstroke in a shot. What if they just like, when it happened, you kept the moveset and all the upgrades you got, they just palette swapped them and now you're a Deathstroke. Yeah, add in a sword. You can do everything the same. I don't know what they were talking about. I don't know what his melee comp things are going to be because it's a shooter. You know what I'm saying? They're saying. Yeah, he's a marksman. So yeah, I don't know what his melee abilities are, but you know, Deathstroke rocking that sword. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they do. We'll see. Secrecy, I remember you hit me up about it. You got any uh, additional thoughts? I haven't seen a lot of new details about it that they've come out with, like, story-wise and stuff, but well, I mean, he'll hop in. He'll hop in. He'll be back any moment. But, um, so, yeah, WB, no longer for sale. I think that's pretty interesting because I know I was afraid EA or somebody was going to scoop in, but they said, nah, we just wanted to see how much we was worth. Thank y'all. Thank <laughs> <laughs> y'all. Uh, but yeah, we also got this uh, Epic and Apple thing going on. Uh, a couple points I just wanted to make here, just talking about like our thoughts on our Apple's market strategy, because we all know how they are with the ecosystem, with the iPad, iPhone, MacBook, all connected. You got a mm-hmm. our charger and stuff like that and stuff. So, you know, if y'all got any thoughts about um, how the lawsuit is going down, uh, Apple's retaliation and stuff like that and just kind of where you think it could go uh, if you know if Epic wins or you know Apple wins what it might mean for for minutes going forward I know they said that um, they already couldn't interfere with their Unreal like technology like on the App Store they're like yeah you're not gonna you can't affect all these publishers and stuff like that I believe the judge already said that but in terms of just Apple's kind of stranglehold they got on their marketplace i don't know how that's going to end up shaking out after this this suit so yeah that's why uh, y'all got any thoughts on that because yeah you know me just like thinking yeah businessy shit but what you uh these these businesses are doing all these cuts for each other and whatnot yeah and like playing selective because i mean you know you know stuff like that happens but it's just like it sucks when you know somebody exposes it and you know epic had like they definitely planned it like they hit them at like fucking two in the morning Joe. when they knew there was nobody around Hello? They got get kong strike bro <laughs> yeah they got all the deep web internet niggas on their side and about a point in time it was over for apple so they came out and exposed and apple was like well now nah, we gonna take it and then oh yeah uh, basically, uh, Epic struck in the dead of night, and when Apple retaliated, Epic was like, "No, nah, you got all this stuff. You can't do that." Uh, and then when Apple was like, "Well, no, nah, y'all was trying to do it too. Like, we was trying to do it for everybody." Like, Epic kind of backtracked a little bit, and they was like, "Well, yeah, we, we said us, but we meant everybody." So they tried to repurpose so that they could get, you know, more people, but. Then Microsoft came in and a bunch of these other indie developers on Epic side. And now it's like everybody versus Apple. <laughs> and I just think that's wild how like, you know, it started off as like a attack, but like a little targeted attack on Epic. And then they got put on the back foot, but now suddenly everybody else is jumping in. Like, no, nah, matter of fact, we don't get discount on that store either or whatever. We don't got 30% or whatever, you know. It's just crazy how quick that can happen in the business world. 
Like, it was just, just a random day. Like, yeah, it was crazy. Like, at the start of the day and the end of the day, I was like, wow. Like, I wonder if there are going to be any, like, major uh, developments from this. Because, you know, it's no surprise. I hate Apple. You know, see, I ain't know. I hate Apple. Hmm. So, I vote with my dollar when I can. You know, I don't, uh, you know, partake in that ecosystem. And I see that Epic is looking for growth. And that, like you said, that was definitely a calculated uh, thing. But they did the whole exclusives thing. You know what I'm saying? Like buying, bringing games over to their store for a limited time. And it's like, yeah, with some indie developers, I can see how that like that revenue split is helping them. But come on now, Borderlands 3 don't need to be exclusive to the Epic store. For Man. Time, you know? <laughs> UK's got plenty of money, but... You know, I've heard a lot of people say they got to upgrade their fourth, their storefront too, and um, so you know, I think they also have been they're they're guilty of you know throttling competition too. You know what I'm saying? Doing mm-hmm. like so I just hate that they run this whole ad. You know, you know, free Fortnite, trying to get all the kids. You know, it's like that's all the kids they are. To, yeah, like, that's all kids are like soldiers. You know what I'm saying? And all the people running around that haven't matured and stuff that are just big old kids they soldiers too and it's just putting out that kind of stuff just seems so manipulative and i'm like i can't be bothered to think about these two mega corporations fighting over you know what i'm saying our money so i'm like mm, that's just it's just crazy you know what i'm saying i'm like yeah y'all want us to go to bat for y'all did you cut me a check <laughs> right for real like, like if I, all right, if I download Fortnite, if I, if I free Fortnite, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get some of that Fortnite money? Right. Right. <laughs> I need to get my plans money back. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. get my season plans money back. Wellington, <laughs> uh, you got any thought on the, the Epic Apple <laughs> dispute? Uh, epic Apple. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like this is, it, it's a, uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it should be a moniker for what you should try to avoid in the game industry. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, but uh, like, I mean, honestly, what what more can you say than like it's just two companies trying to get the most of what they have? Yeah, and, yeah that's all. Awesome. So, like, if there's anything else you want to throw on top of it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, down to like, I want more millions than you. Yeah, but honestly, <laughs> Apple's wrong for trying to do that. Like, it's there's no. Like, that's not right, you know? They, but, they just make on people's brand loyalty, and I'm like, nah, we gotta, we've all got our preferences and brands that inspire us, but we're seeing what happens when people make excuses for these companies just because they provide a product or service that they enjoy. You know? Yeah. Like, Very phone buy free games, you know what I'm saying? And they're looking for them to be like, shit, all right, you want me to do well for you? All right, yeah. Like, nah, 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 nah. You gotta get over that. All because all because the iPhone is is their favorite phone. <laughs> yeah, right. Because they're not smart enough to use an Android. <laughs> um, I'm gonna kick it back to you. We were talking about Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad when we couldn't hear you. Do you have anything to say about those games and how WBN for sale no more? It was crazy. I was trying to talk, but I didn't realize my mic wasn't picking up, and I and you guys were kept talking. I was like, oh shit, they can't hear me. <laughs> but no, um. Now, the last thing I saw in Gotham Knights was that whole gameplay of the Mr. Freeze story arc, like the yeah. half, halfway point mission or whatever. And uh, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks 
it looks like Arkham to me, you know, which I guess is it's not a bad thing. Arkham was a pretty game um, for its time, but uh, no, like I mean, I, I I was still hearing everything you guys were saying, and in terms of like gameplay and what I'd like expect from it, the only thing that I care about really. It can be built just like the Arkham games in terms of, in terms of combat and stuff, and in terms of like specific gameplay things. But overall, I would like more fluidity, um, you know, because it, it in the old Arkham games, like yeah, the combat seemed to flow nice, but like other gameplay aspects didn't seem to click well together. Um, but yeah, I'd like more fluidity in the gameplay, and then also if it if it doesn't already, which I don't know, uh, if the co-op story is cross-play or not. Because that would be, that'd be an interesting thing to do, I think, uh, if they could, if they could do it, I should say. Because uh, most cross-play games are all PvP-based, and I think it would be a nice change of pace to have a, not only co-op cross-play game, but, like, a superhero, you know, or I guess hero, they're not really super, are they? But uh, a hero crossplay game that people can enjoy together. But I mean, going as far as to say that, you know, it's only PC and Xbox or it's only PC and PlayStation, I feel like isn't, I feel like the time for that is over. Like it should be all consoles and in any gaming platform should be able to play together now. Like there's not really an excuse for it. Right, so I mean, it's all money, there's no reason. Yeah, it, it's just. I mean, I guess there's, like, you know, company, you know, excuses for it, like, you know, money and all that shit. But other than that, like, the... lies. <laughs> yeah, right. All the technology's there. We know it's it's been done. It can be done. And it should be done. You know, like... Yeah, but I feel like that should be a, a standard now. But, uh, yeah, that's... that's I, I just hope that the co-op aspect doesn't clash in the game. Because uh, a lot of games have tried doing co-op story like that, and the two characters that you would play as, and like your playstyles would they would clash all the time, and things would either get too chaotic and you can't beat a level, or like things would, you know, get to a point where it's like, okay, well I want to do it this way, and it's like, well I want to do it this way, and then you can't decide, and then you just end up doing whatever you want, and then it's almost like you're not playing a co-op game anyway, you know. But it's like I'd like there to be a little more, you know, uh, cohesiveness and all of that. That's the main. That's my main concern with at least Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad. I feel like it'd be easier because it's a shooter type thing. You know, you can't really change too much of the play style with that. But you know, in terms of WB not being for sale any longer, all I gotta say is, is I'm glad I copped in Justice Legendary Edition for fourteen dollars while it was on sale. <laughs> Like, when they thought they were not gonna have it anymore, but uh, yeah, true. Yeah, on the fluidity point, I I think that Arkham uh, Arkham Knight was definitely like it's got me thinking with the uh, Gotham Knights. I'm like, as long as they, like you said, fix that fluidity of how it transitions from the combat to the exploration to stealth and uh, yeah. Batmobile, like the way they imp implemented the Batmobile, it was all right. You know, I got good at it just because I wanted to, you know, get good at it as Batman. But they, I could definitely see how they gotta 
tweak the the gameplay balancing and stuff like that because yeah they when you're actually in the mode of hand-to-hand combat it feels good when you're actually going around stealthing and stuff like that it feel good but it seems kind of disjointed at parts at least in arkham knight for me but arkham city man that shit was whew. but yeah, yeah being at arkham knight is their most well not their most recent thing but it seems like arkham knight they're going for that open world vibe you know with the vehicles and all that stuff yeah i hope they balance that out good yeah uh all right well Next, we just got, you know, this small next-gen developments. I don't know if y'all heard anything. Uh, Here the rumored PS5 release date might be November 17th. I don't um, believe it. Yeah, I was like, I don't, you know, if it happens, it happens, but that's just something that I heard. Yeah. But I think it has been confirmed that uh, it's not going to be backwards compatible with PS3, 2, and 1 games, which I kind of expected, which is why I was saying they should invest in doing something with their streaming, you know what I'm saying? to bring that catalog on board because I feel like it should be expected like the PS5 it's just play PS4 games but going back beyond that I didn't really expect it um, and then I think a lot of these bigger devs are going to be pushing for that $70 games mark like uh, Activision and EA and stuff of course I think they've already had uh, oh yeah and 2K because they got 2K21 and 70 for next gen and it seems like they're just making it so complicated for what version you have to buy to get what, you know, control. They're like, you have to buy the ultimate edition. And if you bought the game when it came out and all the DLC and since, if you don't buy this ultimate edition, then you have to pay the, for the game. You have to pay for the game next week regardless. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's a slap mm-hmm. in the face for people that, you know, got the shit for day one and supported you, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Some of that, like how we're talking about DLC at the top of the show. I can see some ways where DLC and the way that devs are taking advantage of this stuff and the different additions and all that. Like, I don't know. The next gen, I got hope, but I also wonder what else they're going to try and do to replace the loot box hate and stuff, you know? <laughs> right. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I ain't really, I ain't seen anything else next gen. You know, some games getting pushed back and stuff like that, but I didn't even think the whole gen should get pushed back, so it's whatever. $70 for a game. How much are the controllers? Shit. Right. <laughs> That's right. They're supposed to be doing all this, like, especially PS5 controller, the way they're upgrading it. You know, Microsoft, I'm sure they got a handle on how they're going to, you know, produce that hardware, probably for the same price and stuff that it has been. But yeah, PS5, I have no doubt that, like, a new controller will probably be $70. Stupid. I have no doubt. Like, if, it, if, if a new controller is seventy dollars, I will not be surprised. Still too much. Mm. Mm. Every time mm. you say it, it hits me again. Yeah, not me. No boy. Bueno. <laughs> uh, I feel like we'll save that for the next show. That's damn near a long topic. Fuck that. Go broke. What's up? Niggas gonna go broke oh, so what y'all want to get into next? Uh, music or TV? We'll save that topic for a different time. Y'all want to get into music or um, what, what's, what's up? Uh, I don't care. Okay. I don't want. I don't watch TV either. <laughs> <laughs> the fact, I'm like I really love watching YouTube and just. All right, well you know what? Let's go ahead. Let's get this music out of the way because we got we got a top five for y'all here today. Um, wanted to come in with the top five songs 
from 2000 to 2010. Any genre, medium, you know what I'm saying? If you heard it in a game, in a movie, a TV show, uh, you know, just on an album. But the only thing is it must be one of your favorite songs during that time. So if a song came out in 2006, but you just heard it last year, that don't count. So it had to have been your favorite in 2006. Yeah, or in the time frame of 2000, 2010. Right, right. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it had to come out. Yeah. So it, so it don't got to be like each year. I can name like three songs from 2006. Not I mean, yeah, those are favorite songs. Yeah. But if I listen to all three of them songs, okay, bad, 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 bad. I'm gonna go ahead and kick it to one of y'all. Let y'all give y'all number five, and you know how we do it: five, 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 four, four, four. You know what I'm saying? So, go ahead. Somebody throw out their five. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, well, I pick rock. Fuck. All right, you go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. What you think? No, I don't want to go first. Oh, I think he said. I think he said he would be right back. Oh, gotta be, well, you gotta be you then. You said with the fifth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so, um, I did some, I did some digging on this, and I got my top five ones that I was gonna, of course, uh, like four or five honorable mentions if we get to that. But um, my fifth one came out of two thousand and three, and man, I was, it's, it's from Ti, it's uh, Rubber Band Man. Um, that that shit. Uh, first of all, for those who don't know, hold on. For those who don't know, um, Ti is one of my all-time favorite rappers. Like, if anybody asks me, he is the best rapper that ever came out of ATL. He is my favorite. He's definitely my favorite. Anything out of ATL. He's a movie star. He an actor. And he's a producer. He's whatever he do. All but all right, I'm back. Y'all heard that song, right? Rubber Band Man. Always, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, of course. That's my shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you know. <laughs> what are you no. talking about? <laughs> my number of my loss. Uh, ah. yeah, band, man. My, my top. That's my fifth song. It came out in uh, 2003. And like I was telling them, T.I. is my uh, all-time favorite rapper. Like to this day, like I love him to death. Um, so yeah, when that song came out, I was bumping that pretty much any song that came out by T.I. between the 2000 and 2010 mark. I was man. fucking blasting. But yeah, my number fifth is Rubberband Man. David Banner. <laughs> David Banner. Tight. That was a jam for show. Crispy chicken, you okay. lost in uh rock, paper, scissors, so you next. Damn. That's okay. You did. You did a three way rock paper scissors. <laughs> you lost. I broke even. Um that's okay. <laughs> um I have to say mine is right up that same alley. And um nigga uh what did he say? What did he say? Uh Honey, care how I'm fro for Eon. Red, black, and white, Chevy. Now I'm riding Eon. Putting lights up in my rim. Now I'm riding Eon. My cars look like Creon. Holding them on the man, though. I can shoulder lean. I don't know how to dance, though. Bro, shoulder lean up. Everybody shit. That's my. Uh, <laughs> Honey, care is how I'm fro for Eon. <laughs> can we do that? Like, can we like pronounce our songs like how he just did it? Like if you know a song lyric, uh, which you probably should, just, like blurt it out there. Like people are like, "Well, who, you know that song?" Like, "Well, yeah, yeah." That's the shit, bro. That's how you know it's a good song, bro. Anytime. 
bar right there. That's a <laughs> bar. Oh my god. Nah, that was it. That's my number five. That's my shoulder lean. Let me see Oh my gosh. I still wear them. <laughs> I got, bro, I went to Mardi Gras. I got them bees. Boy, you can't tell me shit. <laughs> but yeah. Guess I'll I'll go I'll go. Um, so mine is not from uh, the hip hop culture or anything like that. Mine actually uh, comes from video game culture. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, okay. one. You're right. You're absolutely right. One song that like. Uh, that I really loved. I actually don't even know the release date exactly, but it was it was definitely uh, before 2010 because it's an older game. But um, uh, it is. I think I actually have it right here. Uh, it's called uh, "We Remember" by uh, Martin O'Donnell. It was a, a Halo Reach soundtrack. I'm pretty sure that that was like mm. 2010. Actually, I think it was right at 2010. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. You got a I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was about to say, you think you drop a bar. That's my bar. That song, like, I. I still play it to this day. Like I have it on a playlist of like game soundtracks that I listen to, and that's like one of the songs I always play, just because it's so like, oh my god, it's like fucking angelic. It's crazy. <laughs> that's my that's my five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a good one. Shit, hell yeah. <laughs> good. Fuck yeah. Right. Brother Styler. Styler? Yes, 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 sir. Like, what's going on? No, y'all can, can hear me, right? Be Tyler now. He tired. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all can hear yeah. me, right? He tired. Yeah. Oh, you're tripping. Yeah. Don't do that. You're good. He's assaulting your senses. We be talking to him. So, um. I said, Buster, leave them girls rolling. <laughs> and they look like no way, yeah. they asses are swollen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, baby, sitting uh, then what you gonna say? We gonna tell that nigga, come on, come on, y'all. We gonna tell that nigga. Yeah, everybody thinking now. No, you don't wanna worry about it. Pass the Kavasi, yeah, part two, nigga. There we go. Pass the Kavasi, there we go. My goop. Pass the Kavasi. That's a Buster Rhymes, Plastic Bossier Part yeah. 2, featuring Pharrell and Diddy uh, off of Genesis. I forget what year it came out. I think 02 or 01. But yeah, man, Infection Song, ever since I heard it like, as a little kid, just yeah. stood the test of time. That's one of my favorite songs. So yeah, that's, that's <laughs> 
Are we back to you, uh, Jay Bellington? Yes, sir. I did indeed win the Rock Paper Scissors. Um, like um, my number four. Okay. <clears throat> this one. So my 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 um, with year rise, mine kind of jumps around. So bear with me. But um, this one came out of two thousand. This one came out in two thousand and eight. And I specifically remember this song because me, uh, my friend, you know, Mark D. Weezy, shout out to Mark D. Weezy, Najee, uh, and Lamar, we used to blast this shit. Um, oh, the school bus in school, mainly because this is to date one of the songs that I think has one of the most fucking cuss words in it. So I just <laughs> it all the time. But um, it's a. You got the. He's mad for me, niggas. I was sad. You need to say. Absolutely. I got ten bathrooms. I got shit all day. Bro, about one second. I was literally about to say that. Hold on, let me hit him with the radio edit real quick. Yes, sir. All right, there it was. There you go. You know, you, yeah, you can you cannot play that shit on the radio. It's too explicit. But yes, my number four, uh, we be steady, Bobby, uh, Gucci, and uh, Gucci Mane and Lil Weezy Baby in two thousand and eight. Man, <laughs> ah. I have a I have a video game entry as well, and I was planning on making this on my number four from the jump, <laughs> but uh. This is uh this is one that my my homie had is my ringtone. How much that's how much I like this. So whenever I called him, this song would start playing. <laughs> but uh, uh, try to reach inside of me, try to take a part of me. Let me just show you what I made of. Uh, that's the that's the cliff note. But what I made of now. And Sonic Heroes, oh, yeah. Final Boss theme, bro. <laughs> okay. Sonic, oh my god! Just, okay. just to give you an idea why I like the Sonic Heroes. You know, main thing was a little cheesy thing, but every every Sonic fans knows that there's two theme songs in every Sonic game. There's the cover theme, and then there's the cold one that plays when you fight the boss. Uh, and um. Uh, Sonic, or that like what I'm made of, bro, is the perfect culmination. Like, after playing through Sonic Adventure 1, then 2, then Heroes, it's like you saw the build up, and like that song was just like, yeah, let me show you the coldest creature y'all ever fought. <laughs> I'm crazier to chaos, all that, like Bio Lizard, and you know me, like, I've, I've known you, like, this is personal. <laughs> Yeah, this whole day. Side, Yo, what's side up? Note, side note, disclaimer. Uh, any Sonic fucking game in any year that's been out, any, uh, I would say this. Each of any game, uh, they have at least one Sonic I already know which I would say it's top oh, 10 of like God. this category that we're saying. <laughs> like every Sonic game has a banger on there that's worthy of a top 10 of this fucking year that it came out. Everywhere. God, I can't talk Sonic and the Black Knight. Secret rings, every game has at least one gem. Yeah. Exactly. For the, at least one shit. Fuck around, I got five. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn. 
on every character got their own like music cameos and shit like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Night of the Wind. So, like, like I know your silent fuck with Aaron. Oh you know, man, hey, my boy. You know how I'm getting get to me? I'm just going crazy. Got him pumpkin hill up there. Y'all niggas already know. Yeah, pumpkin hill. <laughs> Well, only reason I put one of those songs is because technically those games came out in the 90s, but you know, as 99, I think, is when Sonic Adventure 2 originally came out. But I think it might have been too But still, and I'm gonna just throw this in there too, just, just real quick. Uh, if you listen to Pumpkin Hill without context, it's about a nigga that lost his pistol in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it again and, and tell me. Oh, let me know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. I make it be for like a kid again, boy. Good category. It's a good category. I like it. I like Jeez. it a lot. Hey, did y'all hear my my light flicker bit when I pronounce my fourth though? <laughs> <laughs> be for the little way. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> That's a chop of Secrecy, what you got? Uh, okay, my go, my go. Um, so this one is a fun one. Uh, this one is a uh, rap genre, of course. Um, you all should know this one. Super easy. Uh, yeah. Okay. I- I'll just do the chorus. I'll just do the chorus. Um, uh, uh, came out in two, wait, was it 2003, I would think? Yeah, 2003. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you guys know this one as soon as I start it. All right, you ready? (laughs) You can find me in the club, bottle full of love. Mama, I got what you need if you need to take drugs. (laughs) I'm into having sex, I ain't into making love. (laughs) Good to me. Really? In the club, Fifty Cent. You know, great song. Fun, fun to fun to listen to. Uh, yeah. Everybody, everybody knows that song. Everybody knows that song. That was an extremely popular one. Tight. Right. How you ain't gonna fuck? Bitch, I'm me. I'm the goddamn reason you in VIP. CEO, you ain't got the CID. Young Wild is like PLE. Bro, we ain't got nothing to worry about. Bro, you already know. Stand up. Ludacris. That's the move. Damn. <laughs> that music video was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's my favorite music video. Game. Everything Ludacris did. <laughs> hey, disclaimer, I shook hands with Ludacris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about that. I don't know. I have shaken hands with Ludacris, and I have put each other in the picture. I was the very last person in the very dark night to meet him. I got to have a conversation Damn. with him hey. and take a picture. Y'all want to see it? Follow me on. Yep. If y'all want to see it, follow me on Instagram. Jbell367. It's on there. And I also in that same night met Lance Stevenson. 
in the NBA, and I met a famous singer who uh, I got to sing my girlfriend happy birthday, and I was really drunk, so that's how that happened. Yeah. yeah. I met three people yeah. one night and shook hands with Luda. Yes, sir. Luda. Who did the casino, by the way? Damn. Damn. Casino with that's crazy. What the fuck he doing in Indy- in Indiana? <laughs> Look, yo, gotta be up here all the time. Uh, I even, what he doing? I They was uh, like, "Hey, Ludacris is doing a meet and greet upstairs." I said, "What?" I went and grabbed my girlfriend, bro. Ran upstairs with a fat ass on. We walked upstairs, and he was like, "Yeah, we're not taking any more people." I was like, "Bro, come on." He was like, "Nah, we ain't taking no more people." I said, "Bro, it's my girl's birthday. We drunk as hell. Let me please shake this man hand." He was like, "All right, fuck it. You can be the last one to do it." So when we got up there, he was like, y'all the last people. Y'all can sit here and chill for a second. So we went over there and talked to him. I said, hey, man, I love your movies, man. I've been a fan since your, uh, since your, um, uh, your music and shit. I love your Fast and Furious, blah, 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 blah. I was like, can we just take this picture? He's like, all right, we shook up. Yeah, that shit was lit. Damn, that's crazy. That's wild. That's black history. <laughs> yep. Yes, it is. Check it out, jbud 367 on my Instagram. It's like a year or two. It's like two, three years ago. So you got to do some digging. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. we back to you. Yeah. So me. That's about <laughs> Number three. Right. Okay, this one barely made the cut. I mean, really, not really, because it was in 2010, but I'm pretty sure it was at the beginning of 2010. But um, um, here we go. <clears throat> Okay. The one the, the, the one of three beggars walk a flock of flame before he disappeared <laughs> in 2010. Hard to paint, boy. And if y'all don't know the one of three that I'm talking about, hard to paint, no hands, uh, wild boys. That's the yeah. only thing that ever made in his life. But, but, number, but number three. Hard to paint, walk a flock of flame, 2010. Yeah. Man, I give y'all one, and it was one that I had to appreciate over time because it was the time that I figured out that this person was just one person. Like, I thought it was multiple people, but it was just him talking different over the years. But, uh, uh let's see, where can I start this off at? Uh, Yellow polo, polo strippers, white and yellow polo size. Yeah, I need some what you got. Uh, uh damn. Call it the lemon, rock a belly, yellow, damn. All I know is yellow's on the chain with the big head. Okay. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have a waist, but your feet. Okay. That's <laughs> it. Eliminate, bro. Cool. bro. I heard because you know in the first verse he said, "Yellow, yellow ties, and what's that? Do you got my yellow top, my yellow bricks, yellow, yellow?" But the second verse, I got that right now. So I was like, "Okay, must be two niggas." But then, it, like, I looked at the video and I was like, "This is say, is this Gucci? This is so. Let me see what else he got." And then I found out he made pills. Ah, uh, then I bitch, I might be. Bitch, I might be. Then I found out he made Wasted. Then I found out he made, uh, what's it, uh, Freaky Girl. And that's when I knew that that, that nigga was the shit. But, like, 
Gucci's whole little early set before Lemonade, right before Brick Squad was a thing. That was like all that Gucci was like my my shit. <laughs> but I didn't know who he was yet. Only rapper I knew by name was Lil Wayne and T Pain. <laughs> That's all you heard on the radio. <laughs> but yeah, Lemonade by Gucci. That's my number three. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I mine is uh, mine's an artist that's already been mentioned, but this song was everybody's like sort of anthem at the time. Uh, came out in two thousand and one. Uh, I guess I'll do this this part of it uh oh no the fight's out i'm about to punch your lights out get the fuck back guard your grill there's something wrong we can't stay still <laughs> yeah move bitch ludicrous everybody everybody uh, that song too <laughs> get up hey. the, and the video all his videos are weird it was awesome man but they're good though they're, yeah they're yeah well, i'm just trying to Damn, yeah, I can't lie. You right, that was the answer. That was literally my one of my favorite songs. Damn, I can't believe I blew past See, that's mine. That's mine. I'm a big fan of you, man. <laughs> you like to eat? <laughs> you like to eat? <laughs> you like to eat? <laughs> Like, damn, man. He has a big ass. So <laughs> <laughs> fucking direct. Right. Hold on. Big hand. Oh, shit. That was funny. Brother, silence. Motherfucker, I'm ill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm repping like B.I.G. Tupac Andre 3000. Where is Erica Badu at? Who that? You already know who they say gonna be who Lil that? Wayne, nigga. A million. Uh, my name ain't big, but I keep that flame, bitch. Oh, yeah. That song, that whole song is a quote. Again. That whole song is a quote. Oh, my. That's a, a very a page of it. A long ass. So who they want out there? <laughs> okay, you're a goon, but what's a goon? Man, we three spin on songs off of that one bar alone. Man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm ill. My, oh, my God. Oh shit! Oh, my turn. With my paper. With my paper. All right. Uh, number two. Two. Yes, sir. Y'all can hear me. Okay, bet. Okay. This one. Y'all probably heard this song. I know. I, I know this song because of my mama, and this was the very first year one. Again, two thousand three. Hot ass year. Um. Uh, this disclaimer: LeBron James was uh, went drafted to the league that day, number one overall. 2003, Sakili Cavalier is my favorite player of all time, um, and that's the year I started playing basketball myself. Okay, so it is he go. <clears throat> we got three people in it. Hold on. She says she wants some Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross, some Lulu and Eve. It definitely set this party on fire. Gonna be. Yes. Yes, that's my shit. But uh, yes, so that 2003 banger, Jamie Foxx, 
Kanye West is <laughs> <and> crazy. <laughs> Slow jams, yes, slow jams, boy. She, she, she said, "Do it faster, baby." So I can't do it that fast, but I know somebody who can make a. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That shit was hard. Slow jams, number two, two thousand three. Crispy. Like. Yeah, buddy. If you start talking again, we can hear you now. All right, can y'all hear me? Yeah. All right, man. Yep. Uh, so basically, uh, dum 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 You know, everybody know. For the summer program, we was all dancing in a room went down. I got to play that. Everybody started twerking. We was all in high school. But uh, everybody started dancing and stuff, and they put me on DJ just because of that song. They was playing super shit the first one. That song did anything jumping. Like, you could be at a funeral, nigga. <laughs> Everybody pointed the stained glass like, ooh! <laughs> yeah, that's that's mine. That's my uh, number two. That song stayed with me to this day. To this day. That is that's an automatically a classic. <laughs> the time for show. I uh, I couldn't. Say, uh, I was gonna say, did I hear a little echo? I thought I heard one a little bit. I'm just testing it. I don't hear it no more though. I don't yeah. hear it anymore. I did hear it at first though. Yeah, same. She's trying to breathe. All right, you go ahead. So, I I I had a hard time picking my twos and ones because I couldn't decide if I wanted to do like any more like rap or hip hop or R and B or anything like that, or if I wanted to go back to like the game side of things. But I went ahead and chose some game stuff for my final two. Um, but my number two, with that being said, is uh from a very well-known uh, game franchise. Uh, actually, when did this come out? Uh, I should know this, but I don't, because okay. I'm, I, I don't. Oh, okay, so it was 2009. Yeah, 2009. I had to look it up real quick. Um, 2009, Assassin's Creed II, uh, the, uh, the main theme, uh, entitled Ezio's family on the soundtrack oh. it it created the entire the the rest of the main theme for every assassin's creed game after that <laughs> like it's literally the basis for like if you listen to the the main theme of every assassin's creed game after two the basis of it is this song and then they just modify it just a little bit and like this song is like fucking awesome it's amazing i would i would uh give you guys a little acapella thing for it, but, you know, I, I ain't about all that. <laughs> Do the first three notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's my number two. I love that song to death. Still listen to it to this day. It's great. I, I throw this in real quick. Um, if you type in Starlito, Time to Kill, the Step Brothers album that came out oh, with, yeah. they used that as a beat. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, man, this shit, this song is crazy. 
All right. <clears throat> Your homie holding position in the kitchen with soda. I just whipped up a watch, trying to get me a rover, trying to stretch out the coca like a wrestler. Yes, but keep mm. the heck in the close. You know the smokers will test you. Yes, sir. That's that dirt off your shoulder by the boy Jay Z. Yeah. Mm. Uh -huh. Oh, mm. for sure. Uh, something that you might um, outside of the number one, like my four, they have like strong uh, music video ties to them. So I found mm. some that you. As I was going through and thinking of which of these songs are my favorite, it was the music video popping in my head. Like, oh, I remember this music video. That one was awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, whenever mm -hmm. a song got a notch up over another one, it was because, man, the music video was tight. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Don't Off Your Shoulders, that was a tight music video, tight song off the Black album. I forget what year it came out, but uh, definitely in that span. So, yep. Yeah, Don't Off Your Shoulders. Yes, sir. Katie, the great, the great choice. Oh, my God, always. <laughs> My, oh my God, my number one, man, I wrote down two because I could not pick one, but I think I just did. One of them came out in 2007, <laughs> the, other, the other one came out in 2008. I want to say them both, but I'm going to say the number one that I think is just unbelievable. So, okay, here you go. Let me think what part I want to say. Okay, here you go. <clears throat> Are you ready? If you kick it like me, no exaggeration necessary. Living revolutionary, nothing mm. less than legendary. Gangster shit hereditary. Got it from my dad, broke code of the February with extraordinary swag. Mm. Yes, yes, mm. sir. So, my number one, Swagger Like Us, came out in 2008, which is featuring Jay Z, T.I., Lil Wayne, again, Kanye West before he went crazy. And <laughs> that shit, that shit was fucking. Bumping, dude, like that shit right there. I still to this day blast that shit in my whip or that shit, yeah. So I got like us, and then the other one that I said I couldn't choose between is uh, somebody from who was in that song. Um, I ain't gonna sing it just because it's a runner-up, so they don't get that much credit. A uh, good life by Kanye West in 2007. Mm -hmm. Again, before that nigga went crazy. So yeah, <laughs> so I got like us. Nice. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All the hoes jockin', be steady knockin'. Middle of the stage, got a whole club rockin'. Think you can hate, but you be steady watchin'. Bitch, you can't do it on the dick, she poppin'. We bottle poppin'. You cock blockin'. Ah, you know, ah, shall I go on? <laughs> she said she want a hood nigga. <laughs> oh, or the radio said a whore figure. Oh, no. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, man, my uh, homie walked in. Devin Raylan came in. Oh, Raylan came in? Oh, what up, Raylan? Oh, let me, let me, let me uh, open it up quick. Hey, well, I appreciate y'all. I'm going to go ahead and scoot off, but that's my number one. You know, that's a classic. Say the name for everybody. Hood nigga by Gorilla yeah. Zone. Yes, sir. <laughs> or hood figure for people that can't say that. For yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Caucasian viewers, hood what? The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Should I catch y'all on the next? And I appreciate it. All 
right, yes, crispy. Stay, what you say? Stay juicy, stay crispy. I don't uh, know. Juicy. Stay <laughs> juicy, hot stay hot juicy brother. And don't crispin too much. <laughs> I guess that goes to me then. Um, my number one. I I honestly, this song it it runs deep for me. Uh. I want this song played at my funeral, just so you guys, you know, just so you guys know. In case y'all didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I want this shit played at my funeral. Um, it's called, it's it's from the probably one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. Came out in 2007. Um, uh, Xbox 360 exclusive. Uh, it's from Halo 3. And yeah. <laughs> I know another Halo track, but hey, hey like, <laughs> I swear to God, Martin O'Donnell makes the most beautiful music. But um, very feeling. Fucking uh, the song is called uh, "Never Forget," and it was I I don't think it was on the original soundtrack at first. I think it was it came out when the Mythic pack came out for the DLC, and then they put it on uh, the Halo Three like uh, soundtrack like a soundtrack list as like a second disc thing or something like that. But, uh, yeah, definitely, hands down, my favorite, like, video game song, like, composed by anybody ever. <laughs> and I want to play it at my funeral when I'm dead in the casket. I want to hear that shit. But, uh... I never forget. Yeah. never. It, it should be easy to remember because you can never forget. See? Right. <laughs> you feel what I did there? Yeah, yeah. Since, yes. <laughs> But yeah, that's my number one for sure. Cool. I have to I have to switch it up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Love. So many things I've got to tell you, but I'm afraid I don't know how. Cause there's a possibility that you look at me differently, love. Y'all already know that music so child, love. That's my favorite song. Growing up, that was my favorite song. As soon as I got a computer, that was one of the songs that I was sitting there. I was like typing in the lyrics in the YouTube search bar in 2006. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what's I'm trying to find the song? And I found it and on replay, like this song right here takes me back man one of the all-time great love songs for sure and um love that song yes for sure uh i don't really got too much else to say about it amazing love song listen to it fall in love uh and yeah music so child that the end when he hits that note you know what i'm saying when he hits that long okay i mean <laughs> that shit is powerful if i could i would uh, yeah, music so child love off of his debut album. I just want to sing. They just don't make them like they used to. <laughs> no, they don't, bro. <laughs> well, all right. Thank y'all for listening to the top five from 2000 to 2010. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Throw them out. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Uh, y'all want to just throw out a couple, like just conversation a little bit. Yeah, it's conversation in a little bit. Go ahead, throw some out. Throw some D's on it. Oh yeah, all right. Uh, uh, many men. 
There's yep. death upon me. Yeah, just throw bars. That's what we do. Throw bars. Just throw bars. Yeah, just throw bars of honorable mentions. Uh oh, wait, here we go. Okay. Hey, you got me with that one. What was that one? Whistle while you twerk. Okay, that's okay. Whistle All right. <laughs> That was a good little whistle you did there. Okay. Silence, you got some? Oh, we going in uh, order? Okay, it's my fault. Uh, I was just going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. My bad, my bad. No, you Gucci. I was trying to see. I mean, I was trying to think of some more. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, okay. Off the show. I got, I got one. I got one. Start. Oh, yeah. That one. That was a good one, too. You know, the remix king. Life, rock star lifestyle might not make it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When nigga Wayne killed all the reverses, I mean, the remixes, that Wasted remix was awesome. Facts. I said, tell me what's really going on. Yeah, this is a I'm ready. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's add it in. <laughs> oh, shit. You were, you were doing one silence? What, what, what was that? Yeah. That one you were doing? Oh, I was trying to remember the words to the to the Wayne song. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, because I'm sitting here looking at it, I was trying to think of which Lil Wayne song I was going to put, because I got, like, uh, a couple of other Lil Wayne songs, like Hustler Music. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now here, Ryan Woods, we eating, so bitch, why the fuck is you tripping? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was the shit, too. Palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, just vibing in the sweater already. I was thinking that, too. Yeah, yeah, got to show love to the M. And then my last one I had, I had, uh, now this is my sorry for 2004, and I ain't gonna mess up no more. Yeah, what y'all know about that? Ruben Stutter. Boy, that's oh, Ruben Stutter. Damn. What'd you say, Silence? I was saying that's funny that you were saying that, because, uh, Mom was, uh, just when I thought I could say I could stay, my chick on the side said she got oh, yeah. one on the way. These are my confessions. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I wrote that Ursher, baby. Ursher, baby. Damn. Man. Why? Wow. I don't know what they're Give me some sugar. I am your neighbor. Ow. Friday? No, I'm just playing. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, here's, the, here's my last one. Uh, hold on. Uh, to make it up, I do whatever it takes. I love you like a fat killer cake. You know my style. I say anything to make you smile. Shut up right there. I didn't catch that. Say it again. Uh, to make it up, I do whatever it takes. I love you like a fat killer cake. You know my style. I say anything to make you smile. Girl, it's either love me now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Hold on. <laughs> you mad because I'm asking you 21 questions? Yes, sir. I know that I'm carrying on. Never mind that I'm showing off. I was just fronting. You know I want you, babe. I'm ready to bet it all. Pharrell. I think Pharrell was the yes. truth. He really is. Uh... So the one uh, last one for that I'll say just because it's funny and it's honestly <laughs> it's a it's a good song. Uh, I can't I, for some reason I can't think of all I can think of is the chorus, but I can't remember like 
the exact words and the beat and like how it goes and everything, but it, it's it's um, Peter Pablo Freak Leak. Oh, yeah, Freak Leak. But I'm about to look it up because I was just thinking about that song two days ago, bro. Really? I'm gonna pay respect to the weather that I didn't say because it was time for my number one and I didn't say the line for it. My good life one. Um, if that's okay with y'all, go ahead. i drop out the bar for that one because it's definitely a well respected song of its time before Kanye went nuts. Um, Welcome to the good life, better than the life I live. When I thought that I was gonna go crazy, and you did, and did, did. I grab my mind. Oh, that girl, gonna... <laughs> I can't even go no more. That's funny as hell. <laughs> if you say, let me now put your hands up in this guy and let me hear you say, Yes, sir. All right, all right, I'm good. Y'all feeling the leak? Y'all feeling the the leaks? All right, Shamika, Keisha, Tara, Freakily, <laughs> Jonna, Sabrina, Crystal, Doranda. That's a lot of names. It is. Alicia, Tanisha, Siobhan, Monica, Monique, Christine, Yolanda. Damn. <laughs> That's a lot of hoes. That is a lot of hoes. Well, all right, I know y'all wanted to talk about uh, the NBA as well as some anime stuff. So, uh, Jay Bellington, I'll let you take the lead. What you think about the NBA being a bubble? Ooh. Like how the playoffs been going in Shaq, what you think? Ooh. As well as just like the ordeal of having the players play in a bubble and stuff. Ooh. Of course, before we talk about basketball, I always have to say rest in peace to the late, great Kobe Bryant because the Lakers, of course, are dominating. We're not dominating, but I think they're going to dominate. The, they're going to make it to the finals and not only make it to the finals, dominate the finals when they get there. Right now, they're just slowing their playing slow anyway, but the life in the bubble has been dope. They, um, for those who don't know, they kind of made the bubble for like damn near like the 2K playground. They could go to the barbershop. They could go to the bowling alley. They could watch movies, play pool, play putt-putt, do all types of dope shit. And, uh, still get practice in and do all types of shit, but only a certain amount of teams have made it. The people who are uh, in the race to go to the playoffs, then the ones who didn't make the playoffs got sent home from the bubble, and then the people who obviously in the playoffs are still in for the bubble. Um, right now, the Lakers are up against the Houston Rockets. I'm rooting for the Lakers, of course. You got the Bucks getting their ass beat by the Heat. Uh, you got who else? The Clippers playing against the... Uh, help me out, help me out, help me out. Uh, who the fuck are they playing against? Uh, shit. The Clippers? Yeah, the Clippers are playing against who oh right now? The Nuggets? The Nuggets, yes. The Clippers are playing against the Nuggets right now. Yeah, then the... Uh, somebody's playing somebody. But yeah, anyway. Life in the, <laughs> life in the NBA bubble. Y'all, y'all need to keep up with that. I've been trying to do my best to keep up with it. I'll be placing um, DraftKings Sportsbooks for y'all. If y'all not familiar, you can place some good bets on there. Take $3, for example, turn in about 300 by one bet. So it's pretty cool if you're knowledgeable about basketball. But yes, yeah, stay tuned. It's playoff season. Race to the championship. Cool, cool. Yes. Of course, I've been keeping up with the games and stuff like that, like here and there, like, like kind of who's playing who. I have to refresh on like what the what the series, you know, what I'm saying standings are. But right, but you know, it's just 
people can't go without that entertainment. You know what I'm saying? They said bubble, bubble, no bubble. Damn it, we want the NBA. So I'm interested to see how the NFL is gonna go. But oh yeah, speaking of the NFL, it's just be one Sunday. This is this is the last Sunday before there's no football. So next Sunday there's football. Uh, I don't know who participates in fucking DraftKings, but fantasy football league. That's football season. Download that ESPN. That get y'all league started today. My draft is at eight thirty. Y'all can't be a part of mine. We already got a field squad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, Shavers. <laughs> no, of course the people in the podcast can't. Damn, yeah, secrecy. If you wanted to <laughs> be a part of it, you could. Nigga, you know I don't know shit about that. Right. <laughs> of course, I sent you a. The info via text message, so you log into that. We get candy, we get this shit cracking, you know what I'm saying? But yes, sir. You already know, there is some finna go be there to smash that food, and then I'll be seeing what they talking about. Big facts on me. Mm-hmm. All right, secrecy, I'll let you uh take over then. That NBA will definitely keep on um, what's going on, like off and on the court, you know, on mm-hmm. the the player association side of it. And if anything crazy pops up, then I know Jake Bellington's gonna want to talk about it, so. But uh, secrecy, you wanted to bring up kind of the quality in anime and how you were saying that uh, Dragon Ball Z is superior to Super and Naruto is superior to, to Baruto. So I don't know a whole lot about the Naruto shit, but, you know, we definitely can talk forever about Dragon Ball Z and Super. But I'll let you take the lead on what's the specifically uh, motivating this, this topic. I think, uh, I think the main thing that, that brings this up is the fact that, like, when dragon ball z was made it was you know it didn't care about kids you know it didn't it wasn't for kids really and it was like catered to us like teenagers slash like kind of like an adult anime or like a more action-packed style anime you know mm-hmm. but uh, like with that being said it like it had its own feel you know and that's what made dragon ball z special it was like this this all-around fantastic you know adventure that you got to go on and shit and you like i don't know it was just it was just very different from how super is now super is not what dragon ball z was and like i feel like it didn't it hasn't taken the the essence that is dragon ball as like a universe in the right direction because they've definitely made it more i don't know it's very I feel like it's very watered down. Like it's not, it's not, it's not as in depth as it used to be. I feel like I feel like it's not as intense as it used to be. Like the music isn't as good as it used to be, even down to like just that. And like they changed like major things too. Like you can't have Goku in Dragon Ball Z being the smartest fighter there is, and being this genius character when it comes to like combat and all this stuff like sure he's not like you know like outside of combat he's not the smartest guy but he's not an idiot either in dragon ball z but in super he's he's completely retarded like he's he doesn't know anything like it's like he's never yeah. been it's, it's like he wasn't raised on earth it's like the you know whole the super k because he was a dumbass and wanted to fight the strongest motherfuckers and almost got a race i completely agree with that yeah like he's he's not he's not the same Goku that we knew in Dragon Ball Z and in Dragon Ball, even, even in Dragon Ball. Like, I mean, as a kid, any of it. yeah, any of it, he's, he's not the same person. And that, and that goes for every character. Vegeta's not the same. Piccolo, Piccolo's, uh, Piccolo's kind of the same, but 
um, it's kind of hard to change sight. Gohan, a bitch. Yeah, Gohan's a fucking God. dog now. And like, he's terrible. Like, he, he, and he was supposed to be right up there with his dad, like, stronger than Vegeta type shit. Like, he was stronger than uh, Goku in the yeah. Saiyans one. He, he was the strongest yeah. one, right? That shit, then how you go from the strongest one to, uh, like, he couldn't even go Super Saiyan. That shit pisses me off. Like, what the hell? Right. Like, it's just, honestly, I just think it's bad writing, and it's kind of lazy writing on my on their part. I'm not blaming Akira Toriyama, uh, honestly, because I feel like he's just kind of doing what he feels like he needs to. I feel like he's not... I, I feel like he's doing what he has to be pressured to do. He's not, he's not doing what he wanted to do, because when the Broly movie came out, that shit was awesome. The art style was perfect. He, they didn't make Goku seem like that much of an idiot. The only time he really sounded dumb was when he didn't know what the word repugnant meant but like, <laughs> i mean but that's you know that's that's typical goku being yeah um, exactly. that's that's not extreme like you know like, he's super, like, what the fuck? yeah but, but but yeah forgetting the major plot thing that you need to steal the bad guy away when you went to the bathroom that's like come on bro like, yeah. <laughs> yeah for real that's but, that lazy writing right there but and that's and that's where I don't understand the disconnect between Dragon Ball Z all the way up to the Broly movie because the Broly movie was awesome, the art was fantastic. I love that old classic art style, but like kind of like revamped. You know, it looked like old Dragon Ball Z, but more refined. Can and, I chip in? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I just got because I just before you get too far why you said the Broly movie. Um, me personally, as like a fan of the obviously Dragon Ball and like the uh, art of it and shit like that um, I feel like uh, in the Broly movie it answered like one small dumb question that I had it was like can fucking Vegeta turn Super Saiyan God and then when <laughs> they got to fighting and yeah. he just did it he was like alright he's like this nigga's actually kind of strong and then he switched to Super Saiyan God I, dude, I thought that was hard because I always kind of wondered also, yeah because I always wonder kind of what he would look like too when he did it and then he looked literally like Goku he got younger and he was skinnier and he would just yeah fucking shit up and like silence like you were saying you you see my reaction when that happened when he went God I was like oh shit I'm like that's awesome and like that's like the first like it's literally as soon as that happened we watched it again I was just like oh god I'm like yeah this is this is dope I'm like yeah so I just wanted to pitch that little part in like they they answered that for me and this was like woohoo I had like a little girl <laughs> Damn, yeah. No, I, yeah, no, I'm glad that they threw that in there because I, I think everybody was kind of wondering that, like, how far Vegeta was behind. Because it, because the Broly movie takes place after the Tournament of Power. So, yeah. you know, it's like, it, where is Vegeta at in this, you know, power scaling thing going on? Can he still do, like, the Ultra Blue or whatever that form is called? Or, uh, right. That's what I'm wondering. Like, the little Ultra Royale, whatever that shit is. Yeah. Um, but that was that was a kind of another thing I wanted to like bring up with like the differences. Like I I think they took it too far with the transformations. Like Super Saiyan God is cool, but they didn't need blue. You know, they didn't need to do. I feel like they should have stopped at like for regular Super Saiyan levels. They should have stopped at Super Saiyan three, and then when they got to Super Saiyan God, they should have incorporated Super Saiyan four, like GT, like that art style, like that kind of like for hairy like monkey body with the tail back and like the natural Dope. hair color but they're like got the red aura shit makes the most sense like it, it does Dope. and i and i know silence that you you and i have talked about this before about super saiyan 4 should have been like the god form and all that stuff and should have been like the end all be all of like transformations and you only get like 
stronger from there, but you don't change anymore, you know? Got to make it to like 50. You've been for seven years. Yeah, like that, that's, that should have been where it stopped. Like the whole God thing and Ultra Instinct and all. Ultra Instinct is cool, don't get me wrong, but that could have just been, you know, an upgrade with, with you know, battle knowledge, you know, being able to be Ultra Instinct and shit. Ultra Instinct is almost, man, for me, it's almost too much because I'm like, I don't know, because it's just like, that's just like, that's just like quite the, that's like a massive power of like, you don't even, that's like, that's not Super Saiyan, that's not nothing it's just like a total autonomous ultra instinct especially like when i'm playing niggas in the game and that shit I'm like bro this is not no fucking dragon ball z shit. i don't know right. maybe that's just me but i'm like bro like that they kind of lost like it's, it's obviously cool like when that nigga went ultra instinct and he hit kefla with that three time kamehameha bro that shit was dope that was dope but he could have did that shit in like a like y'all saying like a godly gorilla super saiyan whatever he is and kept that shit i don't know that ultra instinct is just too much for me. And then if they would have had Vegeta going Ultra Instinct, they probably would have lost me. So I was glad that they got hit with his little Ultra Blue rather than have that nigga go Ultra Instinct. But I'm like, oh no. And then I don't know if you guys ever get bored and watch this shit on YouTube, how you got people who make up like fan page or like superheroes and shit. Like they got, yeah. But these niggas turn into like Omni Gods and shit like that. I'm like, whoa, what in the hell? Like, it's, it's, it's just. Yeah, and, and that's like, and that's part of what I I don't want to happen to Super. Like, I don't want it to get so out of hand to where it's like, well, what's the point of even watching? Like, you know, there's no struggle anymore. There's no like, you know, at, at one at some point it's gonna be to a point where everyone's everyone's a god now. And yeah, because I'm like, cause you can't just have them being the only two powering up every time because it'll get boring. So now instead of Vegeta and Go- uh, Goku being the only guys fucking Krillin's a god, like what the hell? Like, yeah, <laughs> like that shit, that shit would be nuts, bro. I was gonna say when Goku and them and it's like shoot TN, Yamcha, y'all thought y'all won't get no screen time before y'all finna get it's like for me, super feels like it the best way I can kind of describe it, because something that I've been like researching and stuff lately, is this Star Wars sequel trilogy. It feels like they did not really yeah. they saw that the Battle of Gods thing was hot, so they was like, okay, let's bring it back. And it's also some research I've done on that. Like they've made the artists and stuff pump it out. Like Darren, you were artiste, bro. You know how long that stuff takes. And if they, if your per, if your parent company is not giving you enough time to do the drawings and animations, then it's just not going to be that good of quality. You know what I'm saying? Right. And by the time they got on a good schedule, they still didn't have like excellent writers. Like I think the the Goku Black Saga was the first like new piece of uh, super content and you can see how strong it started but they didn't have the writers that knew how to finish it up how to incorporate vegeto you know what i'm saying in a way that i thought would be more epic you know what i'm saying it's like, right. it's like the star wars sequel trilogy there's a bunch of stuff in it it's like that looks cool but even when you stop and start thinking about it, it's like but does that make sense like yeah uh, Super Saiyan Rage looks cool and Vegito Blue looks cool, but I'm like, when I think about the quality of the story that we could have had in its place, I'm like, I would, almost, I would rather take that because it seems like Super, yeah. Super, I think, because I thought I'm doing a fan fiction on that shit because I'm just like, I've been thinking about how they could have redone it. Like, it can be a nice bridge between, okay, y'all have been on Earth, y'all have been to other planets, you know, to fight Frieza and stuff like that, but there is like a whole nother there's a multiverse out there you know what i'm saying there's gods and stuff i don't mind those deities and stuff being introduced it's like you said super saiyan god that should be like okay i have this form i'm working on this form maybe he obtains ultra instinct at some point but 
they just started disrespecting Super Saiyan. Like, Super Saiyan 3 get one shot at. All the other Super Saiyan forms, you know, right. Gohan, that nigga came out to Super Saiyan. Um, just in terms of the side characters in general, like Tien, Yamcha, they tried in the Tournament of Power, you know what I'm saying? But it ended up feeling like Monster of the Week type box where it was like, oh, Tien, you gonna handle that dude and then you'll get knocked out. You go handle that dude and then you'll get knocked out, you know? Right. Especially, I felt bad when, sorry. You good? No, I thought I was gonna say speaking because he said Tien get knocked out and shit. Like the the part in uh Super, I believe when they were sparring and Tien, it was Tien and Gohan. No, it was Gohan and uh, Piccolo versus Goku and Tien. And Tien would just act like a hoe the whole time. He was just like, all right, this is just a sparring match. Like that's how they got too out of hand. And then when they start getting serious, this nigga got hit one time by a uh, Gohan in the gut, and he was pretty much done for it. Yeah, we're backing out of this shit, but I just wanted to throw that in there, too, because the nigga said Tien, Tien was getting fucked up, but Tien said getting fucked up. He a little... Oh, no, he got three eyes, but he can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. Uh, like, yeah. but his, I just kind of want to redo the whole super storyline with, like, the same villains and stuff, but switch around the motivations and the character interactions to where it's like, yeah, they I can see the potential in it. It had great potential, but I feel like they were more interested in like, ooh, look, blue looks good. Ooh, let's have Kale yeah, turn pink. into a legendary Super Saiyan because it'll look cool. And let's have Kefla, I mean, who's not, Khalifa, whatever her name was, you know? Yeah. Let's go ahead and have her go up to Super Saiyan 2 off of concentrating on some weird feeling in her back. And this man, Gohan, had to go through like, existential turmoil does this reach super saiyan 2 you know what i'm saying yeah. like they don't, they're not respecting the source material they just kind of they made it because they're like hey dragon ball toys will sell super saiyan blue shit that shit will sell like that's the stuff that's geared at kids how it was like dragon ball z they were telling a story and the merchandise came with it so dragon ball super they were like hey let's keep making dragon ball so we can sell toys yeah yeah that's pretty much how it is and like the continuity of like super intermingling with Z just doesn't work. Like, how are you gonna have Krillin be one of the weakest guys in in Dragon Ball Z? But then when it comes to Super, he's able to pretty much hold his own in the Tournament of Power until you know eighteen. What what happened to eighteen? I forgot. She like. I think Frost knocked him out. Yeah, Frost. Like I think he got like taken out from behind. So like he like got somebody out, and then Frost just came up and was like. And knocked him out like real type of like for real. Yeah, like I I don't like it's just there's no I don't know the the continuities like really like okay for example, uh Golden Frieza right yeah. like it he in Resurrection F you know of course got bodied at the end but like how yeah I don't understand how in the Broly movie though. This man is able to hold off Broly for an entire hour. For a, did he? Yeah, for a whole hour because 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 <laughs> I thought he got hit as a beat. He he was holding him off really. I mean, he wasn't getting killed, so you know. And Broly was already transformed. Broly was already in legendary Super Saiyan state at that point. So that means he's at least as durable as as probably Super Saiyan, right? But even still, he's still super powerful. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought oh I thought he was already in a legendary state at that because he didn't go into the legendary state until they started fighting in that one dimension, like after they are after they had fused, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 
like they fused and they started fighting and then when they went into that other dimension that's when they powered up and the shirt came off and everything oh yeah okay. that's true yeah. he got super okay. pissed why he did he got like hella pissed uh, yeah, even even still like if he's being able to hold off broly and super saiyan at that right. for a whole for an entire hour while they were trying to fuse together learning the fusion dance like that means that just means that he's at least as durable as super saiyan blue if not you know um gogeta base form so it's like how how is he that strong there but in the tournament of power he's like you know not not it seems like he's not nearly on that level like, like the, the pride troopers you know playing once yeah uh, like because isn't isn't uh because it is oh my my thing about that maybe i might be wrong though uh with the wasn't the, the tournament of power before the broly movies um so didn't Frieza just really get that golden form because he got resurrected and then they killed him and then they brought him back to life for the tournament. So mm-hmm. he really has still just been newly with that golden shit. So he wasn't as strong, I guess, when the tournament of power oh. happened. So when, when the tournament of power happened and they won, we gave that nigga back his life and then he made he might have trained or did some other stupid shit. But that's my See, thing. That's, that's probably my explanation. That's the thing. There's that's not written anywhere. You know, like it doesn't yeah, say true. he ever did that. It doesn't say anywhere that he ever because it really even in the Broly movie he's like when I spent my time in hell I realized here he was talking about like when he was going to make his wish for the Dragon Balls all he wanted was to be five centimeters taller like right. he, like he doesn't mention anything about what happened between between go ahead oh, I was just saying the only time that they address his like his ability <laughs> like his power jump from Resurrection F to Prime of Power is when Goku and the witch uh, Baba, right? Fortune teller Baba, they go down yeah. to resurrect Frieza. And that's when Frieza's talking to him about how he was like down there doing mental image training. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Except that he was in hell doing mental image training for however long until from the end of Fre- Resurrection F until. Hey. So that's why he's like, okay, yeah, like this is like, I, I've been able to train in my golden form while being in hell trapped in this cocoon you know what i'm saying because i've been practicing the mental thing so that's the only time that they said something about him and another time oh, they, they also they, they also mentioned frieza uh, said that he was training uh at the beginning of that movie when um he said um fuck when he was like, like all right for four months yeah yeah he was like, about after, like he got clapped though yeah oh yeah because sure. oh, yeah. that's what i'm saying like now that he's got his life back and stuff it's like you know, is he? Because the fact that he was getting bodied by Broly for a whole hour, it's like, okay, you might be durable. Like the buddy, he can survive in space. So if he wants to say he's durable, okay. But I'm like, you have, it's been proven now. You can't beat Broly. You can't beat Goku or Vegeta. I don't think personally, but you know what I'm saying? I feel like if it was one on one, it would be like a slobber knocker. But if the niggas used to Gogeta, then he already knows. You, you know, Gogeta grabbed his hand and was like, yeah, go ahead and shut that down, buddy. Because yeah, <laughs> it's all so like bad. that. Unless he thought you said what? No, I was just saying because like because you, you right because like he when he they fused together and then he popped up in front of Frieza, he said, "Who the hell are you?" He was like, "Uh, I'm Gogeta." He said, "Who?" He's not Vegeta and Goku fused together. You don't know nothing about this because you're dead. And he was like, "Go ahead to you in a second. He was just sitting there shook. He was like, "These niggas fused together? What?" <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If they got some competent writers, I'm interested to see where it goes like okay frieza now has his life back 
and now like this man when he was alive you know what i'm saying he was at the top of the the galaxy the man was the most fearsome you know ruler of the galaxy and now this man i'm behind this trio of saiyans now like i'm on the back foot like is he gonna train again how's he gonna build his forces back up that type of stuff but i feel like given the history that we got with super I feel like they're not gonna go that route, like where it's like, oh, a real interesting character-driven story. They're gonna go like, go, go, Goku's the hero, Vegeta's playing catch up. They'll be sparring and stuff, but you know, when it comes down to it, they take out the main villain. And, and, and not to mention, Freeze is not just behind the, the three Saiyans. He's also behind like six other niggas because the Pride Troopers. Like, oh yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> you already know, and then probably even. Probably even like hit too. I would I'd, I'd go as far as to say his hit's probably stronger than Frieza. Okay, yeah, I think well, that'd be a good fight. I think it would be. Who? How do you think uh, Gogeta and I mean Goku and Vegeta would go against Jiren if they fused to either Vegeta, Vegeta or Gogeta? I I feel like it would be. I don't know. That's kind of hard to say because he because he couldn't even hold him and go because he was beating him in Ultra Instinct. You know what I'm saying? And he was beating Vegeta in Ultra Blue. So I'm like until he ma- until he mastered Ultra Instinct yeah. Master. Like, yeah, yeah. When you think about the power increase that they get from the fusion, and then like it's like damn near either one. You know what I'm saying? Like when well, it comes to like okay, what? Oh, I was I was gonna say because when in the Broly movie when they fuse together, he says. um it's, it doesn't just combine our powers, it greatly magnifies them. So whatever their max limit is per, you know, per character, Goku and Vegeta. So however, so assuming he, he masters Ultra Instinct and he can do that whenever. So that on top of Ultra Blue Vegeta. And then, so that not only is put together, but it's also magnified. So it's that's like, what I'm and that's like... That's like, cause I feel like I remember they said when you fuse, you got got to be at like the same power. So even if they were just like, okay, let's fuse, you know what I'm saying? That um, could be that could be only for base form. Like they they in base form they have to be because they only fuse when they're in base. That's so what they, I was gonna say. Like when they are in base form and they like get to the same like power level, yeah. And then like after they fuse, and you know you get that, you know, hey, they it comes together and then it multiplies. And then on top of that, when they go Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan Blue, like. I'm like I feel like given that just how the permit of power went, if it was a Vegito or a Gogeta, like they go in there, they go blue. Like I, I feel like they they, they would have took that. I feel like they would. They so I was watching a I was watching a What If, uh, like some dude that they do What If, like Team Four Star. Yeah. And they was talking about like in a tournament of power, what if Vegito and them never unfused, like from back in the uh, Boo Saga. Oh yeah. With the entirety of Super as Vegito. That would have messed everything up because there's so many times that they would have stayed fused. Boy, they would have think about it. If they would have stayed fused in in the uh, Zamazu era trunk when the guy, you know, Sean, because they was literally about to kill that nigga fused Zamazu, and then they got split up, and then Trunk got his Sean. I feel like that happened. But that's what I'm saying in terms of like good writing because the way that this dude did it, it was he was like, okay, he went like. He started his what if story back in okay, what if okay, Boo Saga they stayed fused together and stuff like that, you know? So then he's like, Okay, how would the Super Saiyan God arc have went down if they were still fused? How would right. Resurrection S? So you go into the the trunks, like the black, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The black saga already with him like discussing how it's been with them being fused. 
So that's why I'm like, I just think that's cool because when you actually take the time to like, okay, yeah, it sounds weird because you're like, man, they couldn't have been Vegito. But if you start back from that point and start like writing and making changes, then yeah, it could be something That would have been, been interesting for the uh, Battle of Gods thing because you needed five, uh, five sands to create the god. So if they were two and one, do they count as two or are they just one? And then when they... what he did. I'll like, let you know, I'll link you the video because the... It's a, it's a tight playlist, and I think he, he goes all the way up to uh, the end of the Tournament of Power. Oh, okay. Cool. But yeah, it's, it's cool seeing how, like, the different arcs and stuff played out in the one, because, uh, you know what I'm saying, when you think about it, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, that if this man, uh, I think he was talking about the Kefla fight, and how the Kefla fight was just, like, not a fight, because when it was Goku with the Omen Ultra Instinct, yeah, um, he had to go all the, it was like, but nah, when it comes to Vegito, he was like, toying with her the whole time and then she ends up fusing and getting stronger and all that but it's like yeah no you just, you're not gonna touch me i'm vegeto nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right i love how he exemplify like he's one of them dudes where he brings respect to super saiyan and stuff like that like he's like okay like he tries to keep it like kind of close to how they uh have it portrayed in the show yeah um but yeah he definitely takes some liberties to be like okay how are they gonna how did they uh, unlock the Super Saiyan God? How do they transform into Super Saiyan Blue and stuff like that? Because, yeah, it's like you said, I feel like they just started giving that shit out. Everybody was just strong for the sake of being strong and then doing more transformations to Saiyan But that's what, that's what Dragon Ball Z, that's what all the shonen anime thrives on is power scaling. Like, because yeah. Naruto's like that, Dragon Ball Z is like that, One Piece is like that. All of those shonen anime are, are all power scaling. And, that's why I love Naruto because and like Nar or Naruto and Dragon Ball Z but super you know but Naruto um, they did it right like they not only had power scaling but they did it moderately and yeah. when, they, when they did do it it was you know it was never too much like up into the point where you know he's you know Karuma link mode and all that shit for Naruto but like that gets to a point where it's like a gotta use this in dire situations type thing. Like other than that, you're you're fighting base Naruto the entire time and he's yeah. only got so much power. Yeah. Yeah, he's only he's That's only got cool. so much power that he can like use. Same with like Sasuke and all the other characters and shit. And that's where they fuck it up in Boruto, is Boruto they took that and they ran with it. They were like, Okay, Kuruma Link mode was dope, let's take all that crazy shit and throw it into Boruto and then run with it and that's exactly what they did there's no character development there's no um important side stories that affect the main story like in naruto like how there's no like like for the first example i immediately thought of was zabuza and haku from season one of naruto yeah like, that severely impacted you know how naruto changed because like it, if he would have never discovered how to earn he would have never discovered his you know, Nine Tails Chakra without Zabuza and Haku, but Zabuza and Haku would have never been a thing without their backstory. So it's like all of this side shit that created these two main villains for season one or at the start of season one formed how Naruto would change later in like seasons three and four and five and all this shit. And they even like reference all that shit later. And like Shippuden, he would like think back on past fights and shit and be like, wow, if I never did that, I'd never be right here, you know? Growth. There's yeah, there's plenty of growth in Naruto, and they just botched it all in Boruto. 
So they're just like one clip. Did I saw Burrito. 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 What is it called? Burrito. 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 To where like it was just dope. Was, this is just like a random ass nugget I thought was hella dope when I seen it. Where like Sasuke and Naruto teamed up and they got to beating the dog shit out of this one dude. I don't oh, know uh, I know what you're talking about the yeah. Kaguya fight. The like all white looking demon looking thing. Yeah. yeah, that's Kaguya. Yes, bro. Yes, bro. Fight was so. And see, like, when I watched that fight, I that's the like crazy thing. They miles. kept all the like art style good. They kept the fighting good. There's just no, there's no substance anymore, though. Like, that's the only thing. Like, but you know, that's that's the main difference between Naruto and Barto. Is there's no substance. The fighting is still good. The jutsus are still cool. You know, all the abilities are still tight as hell. But it's just, there's just no interest in any characters. They're all dull and boring. <laughs> We've seen a lot of patterns, unfortunately. But you got Naruto, Dragon Ball, shit. There are even some games you can look at and be like, man, this game ain't got no, you know, it's all style now, style over substance. Yeah. You got some games that are keeping true to it, just like some anime are. But because, like, for instance, uh, My Hero, I've been need to check them. They got some new uh, episodes on that. But that's one of the shows where I'm like, okay, yeah, they're not, they flashy with it when they want to be. But for the most part, they, a lot of character development. I love that. Yeah, is that is that on like uh, Hulu or something or Netflix or? Uh, my Hero, I've been watching on Crunchyroll. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, you know, I've been watching the the subtitled version. Uh, but yeah, I definitely recommend it. If you, I think they have it uh, dubbed, if that's how you prefer. But um, I just haven't. I haven't cared. I just didn't want to pay for the. For the... <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of My Hero, bro, they need to stop with this. All Might can take Goku shit. There is no fucking chance. All All Might has no chance. They need to stop with that. They be trying to sleep with that nigga Goku. They really do. All right. Uh, last thing I wanted to throw up before we get up out of here, y'all know me, huge Batman fan. So I was just wondering if either y'all saw that that Batman trailer with Robert Pattinson. I believe it's coming out uh, next year. I did see that. I love the dark tone they going with it. Um, just because it seems like one of those murder mystery thrillers. I haven't. Okay. Oh, no, I was just saying. I think I just like the one they're going with it. Um, it doesn't seem like a rehash of Batman Begins because that's what I was afraid of at first when I heard they were going like the young Bruce and stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like a rehash. It seems more like a Batman Year One type of deal where he's he's getting familiar with the cops. You know what I'm saying? They're letting them onto the crime scenes and stuff, but he's still. He's not the the collected hero that he is, you know, that, that, that we know him to be yeah. in his career. So. But I'm interested to see how they're going to pull in him, Riddler, Penguin and stuff. So I still know. I'm still waiting for a, a live, a better, a good live action Batman Beyond. Like, because if they can, because that suit is so dope and that character, like, or that version of Batman is like he's I don't know I've just been waiting on it haven't seen it yet I was hoping that that's what that's what this one would kind of be like at least similar to but I'm, I'm okay with it not being that I, I I get a very like kind of like how the Joker was made I, I kind of get that kind of vibe from it I think it's the same kind of like branched off universe because I don't think this has anything to do with Justice League and Man of Steel you know what I'm saying I hope I not I think this is in that uh, 
that DC where, yeah, the Joker is. That's just what I think. I'm not for sure, though. But I hope so, because, yeah, if we can get, like, a, a dark, gritty DC films and stuff that are rated R, but then also have Justice League and Aquaman and, you know, Shazam. Fucking that, that one movie, Brightburn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie I like that movie. Like, yeah, I didn't know people were calling it, like, I could definitely tell it wasn't a, you know what I'm saying, A-plus movie when I watched it. But it wasn't until after I watched it that I found out people like hated it and were like, oh, this is one of the worst movies ever. I'm like, oh, oh come on, oh, there are worse movies. Yeah, I thought it was tight. I liked it. Uh, yeah, other, other than that, like that Batman trailer got me hyped. I haven't been watching too many other things, though. I haven't watched a whole lot of television, just been wide to them. So, uh, Same. yeah, so we... Uh, got a little family function coming up here in a bit so we gonna go ahead and get on up out of here y'all got any last uh statements um indeed they do um you know we are all one in the same the ocean waves the universe peoples so you know be kind to each other being silent is just as bad as being the doer <laughs> if you didn't know that's kind of why i got my name i made my name what it is because you know i've been silent on so many shits for so long and not talking you know towards people that i felt i had to say something but so now i just kind of remind myself to always you know speak up communicate when i need to and i just kind of make the antithesis of that my name so you know what i'm saying like always, hey, silence is golden, but communication is uh, is rich. Very true. Follow us on our social platforms. We gotta be yeah. playing video games too. We code. We all be playing with the Rocket League. Yeah, we definitely can be out here streaming and stuff like that. When we get a got a diverse set of games that we like to play, so definitely be throwing in the uh, the Twitch links and everything in the description of the video so yeah just if you follow that kind of stuff be sure to follow your boy silent spot secrecy podcast we play all types of stuff yeah yeah all right on that note y'all have a good labor day we're gonna go up out of here silence out you know, ring 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 ring